Hey sports fans, and welcome to episode 24 of State of My Sports. That's State of MI Sports. We talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports, on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our Facebook page with the same name, State of MI Sports. We want to know what you like, what you dislike, and what you want to hear, and let us know your opinion on all our topics. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you're alerted when a new episode is out. And also share us with some friends to help us grow our audience. Episode 24, we're here. We're going to talk about the state of our football teams once again. Um, basically what happened this past weekend with Michigan, Michigan State. A um, lot to talk about there. Uh, we're going to preview their upcoming matchups. Michigan against Illinois. Michigan State at Wisconsin. And Ugh. we're also going to talk some Lions at Packers Monday Night Football. Mike, I know you're excited to go to that game, so I'm we'll get pumped. into that. Um, we're also going to have our second uh, banana boat topic of, the, of our little podcast career here, and then we're going to do our picks as well. Um, so we'll just jump right into our beer intros. For, for today, it's me, Sam Waltart. we got Kyle Fossey and Micah Smith here with me. Ryan is in California on quote-unquote business. Um, Every time he goes on business, it always seems like a pleasure destination. Yeah, doesn't right? it? Or, like yeah, my okay. business is like down the road i right. like yeah. i go from my my company to yours that's a business right. i yeah, do that's true. um i that, think ryan sits on a throne of lies <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. he's 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 making out pretty good that's for sure <laughs> california would be i've always wanted to go to california i mean i went once i was little and yeah. we but we were more northern than anything um because he's in southern california isn't he i believe like Huntington so. beach yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be beautiful yeah but he sent us a picture this morning out of his jog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks Crazy. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it does. It's a little yeah, overcast, but meh. I'm sure it cleared out for him. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we drinking tonight, Kyle? Let's see. I got Perrin Brewing Company Grapefruit IPA. Um, something I've had a few times, not as often as I've had their black. Um, but, yeah, it's something I remembered, and I uh, we'll see once, what we think at the end. Very nice, very nice. Micah, you got a nice-looking can there. What, what are you drinking? I got a fancy can. It's from Roke Brewing Company. It's called, I hope I pronounce it right, as Watusi Moonshot. It's a caramel apple sour ale, and Roke is from Royal Oak, so I guess that would really make sense. Oh, very creative. I was very just creative. That, yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it tastes a lot like those suckers you get on Halloween. Those caramel apple suckers. Oh, yeah. Michael, let me, Michael, let me try a sip of it. It tastes exactly like one of those suckers. Yeah, without the caramel getting in your teeth. A- so good. Absolutely. <laughs> That'll ruin Sometimes the caramel is the, the best part. Though. It gets stuck. It you save it for later. It takes like an hour and a half to get it out. You're you, still can't, just... you can't brush it out. You can't. Exactly. You just got to fight through it. Wait till the next dentist yeah. visit. And then <laughs> figure it out from there. Um, I'm drinking a parent as well. It's one of my favorite beers. Uh, 98 Problems IPA. Um, they say it's ba- it balances a sweet and malty backbone along with a ben- blend of West Coast hops. Um, it's a, how an IPA should taste. So um, it's just a standard IPA, none of their little flavors. I love their flavored IPAs, though. Um, pairing very good beer. So uh, we'll, that's what we're drinking. We'll have grace for you guys by the end of the show. We'll so just jump right into it. Absolutely. So let's jump right into what we saw Saturday night. Um Michigan and Ohio, Michigan State and Ohio State. Um, so Ooh. I don't know if you. So I know you guys watched it because I was sitting next to you. We, Sam, we literally all watched it together. Yeah, we all yep. watched it together. So just so you guys know, we all listen. We all watched it. Uh, but so I'll just go through what what we saw. So the Buckeyes they they won thirty four to ten. Um, they benefited greatly to a twenty four point second quarter 
to really take complete control of this game. Uh, Brian Lewerke was 20 of 38 for 218 yards, one touchdown and one interception. Uh, Darrell Stewart Jr. continues to be that great weapon for, for the Spartans uh, with six catches and 68 yards and a touchdown. Elijah Collins, solid again with 63 yards on 12 carries. Um, for 5.3 average is, is pretty bad. darn good. Yeah. I mean, they, they weren't yeah. able to stick with it, obviously, because no. of the, the way that the second quarter went. But um, that, that's a pretty darn good average for, against that, that defense, who I think is pretty good. Um, so then you, you look over um, back at, like, Lewerke. 38 passes to the 12 carries Collins had. That's just – it's it's imbalanced. And I think it, it's because of what, what we just talked about, the the massive score difference. They they were playing catch-up. They couldn't yes, really yeah. do a whole lot with it. Um, but the, the defense allowed Justin Fields – uh, to go 17 of 25 for 206 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception, but 172 yards on the ground for J.K. Dobbins, and 90 yards for Master Teague, who I think is their backup running back, is is what I assume what was going on here, um, and 61 more rushing yards for Justin Fields for a total of 323 rushing yards. Yikes! That is exposure. You yeah, know? That is. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and MSU, compl- they outgained them 529 to 285. So, I already said we were all watching this together. It wasn't pretty. But I, no. I I think that game just got away from Michigan State. It felt closer at times. Yeah, absolutely, it, it did. I feel like even to a certain extent, I remember we were all sitting there and after the first quarter, wasn't it 3 nothing? Yeah, 3 nothing. And we're... I think I said like, okay, I I can live with three nothing like yes. that, it, you know. Especially when State had two fumbles on their first exactly. possession, yeah, their first two possessions. I, do you know what the points break like in the third and fourth quarter was by chance? I didn't like, write that down, but I think it but was. I feel like it looked more even because the second was yeah. so out of control. Well, State only scored in the second quarter, okay. So it was twenty four gotcha. to ten in the second quarter, and then State. I think I want to say it was like. Zero zero in the third and seven yeah. nothing in the fourth or Correct. something along those lines. I think that's why Correct. it felt closer. Yeah. So it felt yeah, yeah it was yeah. one of those in, even even the twenty four points it was so fast. Yeah, oh yeah, and, and they were just big plays. And, and yep. look, every sportsman can look at those type of plays and be like, well, if you didn't let that big play happen, what would happen? I, I, I think we've said that as Michigan fans against huh. Wisconsin, like said it that, too many times. That game gets out of hand so quick, and you have yeah. to completely abandon what you went into this game trying to do. Yeah, you have to change your game plan completely. Make severe yeah. adjustments quickly. Yeah. 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 So there there were a lot of miscues. So the two fumbles that we talked about, yep. um, Lewerke did have an interception, but he also missed some wide-open players. Boy, he did. I, I remember a few of those we watched were like, what? Like In he, crucial situations, too. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah. Like, get a first down situations. Yeah. I mean, he had a couple good third-down conversions, but... I think he missed more than he made. I'm it not, it felt you know, like it. it I, yeah. I don't remember the third downs. I want to say they were maybe five, five of eighteen, five of seventeen, yeah. something along those lines. I remember there was early in the game and it was like third and seventeen or something, and he, it, great, well thrown ball, receiver catches it, and it's like, all right, man, like okay, all right. Michigan, it, yeah. Michigan State was four for thirteen on third down. Ugh. Ooh, four of thirteen. Four of oh, thirteen. Boy. I mean, yeah, that, I mean that's that's not pretty. It, that's not going to help. You know, I, I, I wish I would have no. I would have thought to look that up before because that's an interesting stat. But I'm, I'm curious to what their average third down to go was, because yeah, I mean, 
the numbers were there. I mean, there was no explosive plays really for, for Michigan State to, no. to really take a lot of those chunks up. A lot of these yards, which I said, what was it, 218 passing yards, r- roughly 63 rushing yards for your top for your quarterback, obviously passing, rushing for your number one running back. Th- those are solid enough numbers to score more than 10 points. Yeah. So w- what is going on with this? With this, with this um, Red Wings just scored, by the way. Take a yes, two-one lead. Way to go, boys! Way to you go! Love, it looks like Larkin's in Who the middle it? of the celebration, so Larkin? he must he must have got it. But um, you know, I I just I keep going back to this offense in the Lewerke thing. Yeah, you sit and watch him. I I think he has it. I think he's back to his was it his sophomore year? Sophomore year. He was pretty darn solid. He looks he just, more that way, but, but then he and then he makes boneheaded throws. Yeah, this is his play. It's like. What are you? What What are you going to be? What do you yeah. want to be? Well, even it's not like he didn't he didn't play so bad that you'd think. How do you only have ten points too? There was times where it was where he when he was playing well and he didn't put himself in bad situations and. Um, yeah, there was another missed field goal again. Only three points, but still, it, those points add up in in certain situations. Oh, absolutely, Coglin's being a, a head case this year. Yeah, he is. He it's was so, so solid weird. the last couple of years, or the last fifty years. That it seems like he's been kicking for the team. Does seem like a long time, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I remember right, he was the one that kicked the game winner last time Michigan State beat Ohio State. I, I believe wasn't that him as a freshman? I think yeah. it may well, have he was been. he was definitely there because that yeah. was what three years ago. Yeah, something like that. Maybe four. Maybe four. I yeah. think it was four years ago. Okay. So I mean, he's a seventh year senior. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, another thing. So we'll kind of jump over to the the defense side of the ball. I mean, five hundred twenty nine yards. Five hundred twenty nine yards. That's two weeks in a row that this defense didn't look as good as they did. Certainly not top five. Not yeah. top ten. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Not I'm, not the way you had thought the season was right. going to go. And yeah. especially, I mean, I'm not saying that you're just going to breeze by OSU in a year they're having, but to give up close to 550 yards yeah. on a defense that was supposed to be absolutely stacked this year, yeah. and especially in the run, which gave up 323 yards. And that's where they that were supposed to be the lot. best. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and on top of that, Ohio State was eight of fifteen on third down, so it, it, it again I don't have the average third down con, like conversion there. Right. But, I mean, th- those are your chances to get yep. off the field. Fifty fifty shot for OSU at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's pretty darn close. Um, actually, it's above fifty percent, so that's yeah. that's pretty solid. Um, that Red Wings goal was disallowed because of offsides by Mantha, by the way. So that kind of that kind of sucks. But um, we'll keep talking about um. Michigan State here. You know, the 8 of 15 I thought was interesting. It doesn't really tell the whole story of the game because a lot of those points were scored on just big plays before mm-hmm. they even faced the third downs. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, let's take a little step back here. With those two fumbles early on and holding them to three points, like I started to start, I started to think this could be one of those games for Michigan State. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're going to hang around. They're going to be in there. But they they just couldn't close. They couldn't score the points when no. they needed to it, m- make something happen. Wasn't that in the, the beginning of the second? Didn't Ohio State went down and scored pretty quick? Yeah, I would assume I so. Think. 24 points in the second yeah. quarter. They scored but then every minute, State I think. went back and scored. Okay, yeah. And I remember thinking, yeah. like, all Here right. We go. Like, good it, answer. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, it was kind of like, oh, like when you guys put when, – or when uh, Michigan played Wisconsin, that first play, they took – 
was like a 60-yard pass play, wasn't it? Michigan. Michigan, yeah. yeah. And I remember yeah. thinking like, okay, like we got a game here. right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it all, the fumble. Fell, it all fell apart. And, and I feel like that game is so similar to what we just saw from Michigan State, or Michigan yeah. State and Ohio State. It's They were there. Like the game plan was there early on that it could have been successful. But then before you know it, this game – is completely out of hand. You have to yeah. abandon the way you're playing defense. You have to abandon your game plan on offense because you're you are in a dogfight. Yeah. And look, Ohio State is head and shoulders the best team in the Big Ten right now. Without there, there's, a doubt. There's no yeah. question. But I, I don't think the thirty-four to ten tells you on paper like what these teams actually are. No. Because right. I could see this game being a lot closer than what it was. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And. It seemed that way at times, for sure. It, it really did. The The thing that's a little perplexing as well is the time of possession. It's nearly equal. Mm-hmm. You've, got, you've got 28 minutes for MSU and 31 minutes for Ohio State. Yeah, it's not that bad. It, I mean, yeah. I know time of possession doesn't tell the entire story, but it is It is strange. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just essentially letting you know that they're struggling to get in the end zone. When I think, too, like some of those plays from – I remember a couple times thinking Ohio State they scored so fast. Yeah, like yeah. The, yeah. What was it? The big plays like, you were Dobbins talking about. That, Dobbins had that massive run. I think that was right after. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was right after the the play that Lewerke had had Cody White. I think it was, or maybe it was even the Elijah Collins one, wide open out of the backfield. Like he oh, could yeah. have gone the, the distance, whole way. Yeah, and he missed him. Overthrew him badly. I don't remember if it was a field goal. I, I I'm trying to go back like what exactly happened after that, but. I believe it was the very next play that Dobbins went down and scored that 86-yard run or something crazy. That sucked. Yeah. I mean, that right there was the turning point. And, and again, I'm going to go back to the Michigan-Wisconsin game where they had that that weird missed call in my head. And next thing you know, very next play, touchdown, 14-0. And it just happened so quick. And how do you respond from that? It is so difficult. It is difficult. I mean, you know, going back to those first two turnovers, MSU was so fortunate that OSU only ripped off three points. Yeah, three points. Those two off turnovers, those two firm and, fumbles, and so you're kind of, yeah, you're telling yourself, oh. hey, we've got a chance here. Two turnovers, and they only got three points. Let's 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 fix ourselves and let's move forward. Yeah, I think that was the thing that we kind of said. Like after that first quarter, it was like, okay, we're only it's only three nothing. Yeah. It should be a lot. It should be like. 17 nothing. So I almost felt like we took our lumps and we we dealt with the blow as we handled it. Um but then that Yeah, was the, obviously the defense the definitely played good enough early on. Their numbers yep. like the numbers don't tell you that they played good at all. Right. <laughs> when right. you look at it on paper. Correct. But if you watch that game, they were in that game. Their defense was making the plays. Their defense was holding Ohio State from great field position like to 3 points. And the offense was not clicking. So I was, I got to your house a little late. I was listening to yeah. the game. Yep. And um, so, yeah, I was listening to it on the way to Micah's house. And I heard Jason Strayhorn, who's, who's the color commentator for Michigan State on the radio call, um, he said something very interesting. So it was 3 nothing when I, when I remember listening to this. And he said, there needs to be a leader in the huddle to change the way this offense is running. Interesting. To me, that sounds like a shot from a color commentator at Lewerke. I mean, yeah. is that how you would hear that as well? Yeah, I mean, he's the quarterback. He's supposed to be the one 
leading, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And, and wow, it, that's I found it good. interesting. Usually homer like home teams, they, they don't call their players out that they don't do that. When I heard it, I was like, ooh, that's a very interesting statement, take. if you will. It's a hot take. Yeah. Hot take. Because look, he's right. There's no doubt that they needed to find a leader in that offense yeah. to, to make a play. And work he didn't when the time mattered most. That when they could have they could have taken an early lead very yep. easily yep. after two fumbles. And they didn't. They didn't seal the deal. And I think Lewerke is able to be questioned, but at the same time, I don't think he's the issue. Similar to what I've said with Shea Patterson. Sure, yeah, yeah. But, There's more issues for sure. It, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, another thing, so we'll kind of keep jumping down at a few things that I noticed. There was only three sacks on the Lewerke, I think, against that, that Michigan St- or Ohio State defense. That's not terrible. You Three like sacks. That? You want to keep them a little more upright. But you like that O line, don't you? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Sam. Oh, careful, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, like I said, defense started out good, but the offense didn't take advantage of. Bocce, he had 11 tackles. <laughs> Dude, that guy is absolutely sick. He's a beast, man. But. Yeah, he'll be an NFL first rounder or second rounder. Honestly, <laughs> it feels like I think it, so. right? Yeah. Right yeah. now, at least. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, right, yeah, right I now. think he will benefit from how Chase Winovich has looked early on this, this year mm-hmm. for for the Patriots. I don't know if it's the same position. I I, I have no clue if it's the same. Like who's the, Chase Winovich? If they have the same type of play or not, but it just feels like high end motor guy coming out. Like yes, th- it, what was yeah. he drafted? I think it was second round, late second round. Winovich was drafted. Was it? So I, I I think someone like Bocce could. I thought it was later. Benefit from yeah. Well, I do too. Uh, yeah, yeah. From yeah. from the way that it's, it's translated, similar. especially yeah, in the Big Ten, like it's so similar. You're not really the the face necessarily of the defense, but I don't know. Right? Maybe yeah. it's no, a bad example. You know, Bocce's not as fast as a Devin Bush, but Bocce has a knack for football in yeah. in a different sense. I, so I can't he is really technically quite... a linebacker then, right? I believe so. Yes. Okay, that's where I was getting a little confused. I he wasn't does sure line if he up was like the, on the line. He does get his hand in the dirt sometimes. I, yeah, but okay. I think technically he is a linebacker. All right, gotcha. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, the way that. I mean, he's he's racking up the stats for sure. Um, before before one thing that I just so I was like writing all this out and the way my brain works, I'm going from. Offense to defense to wow, Ohio State looks pretty darn cool in those jerseys. What do you guys think oh, of the black on black? I hate Ohio State. Don't get me wrong. We'll get into that later. And I hate saying good things about that team, but they look scary, man. So Sick cool. as in a black. night at a night game too, like in the flat black helmet. Oh, and it, yeah, and their crowd. It was a blackout. They they had it going on on every aspect. Yeah, they yeah. they know they're the the toast of the Big Ten right now, and they, they are do. loving it. Yep. And yep. they're running with it. I mean, they look so fresh in those those jerseys. But, sorry, that's just the way my brain works. I'm just going down my list at this point. Things I know for sure. Um, you know, I, I just want to go back to the the offense. Yeah, I think they can look really good, and they did. But then they don't capitalize. Yeah, it, it, and I the mistake for me. I just I think Lewerke looks a lot better, but those missed throws are badly missed. Um, they're not, I, I think the one we, I think we all kind of saw while we were watching, it was very much like, okay, he's going for a touchdown, 
but he's way over. He's overthrown by ten yards. It seemed like. Yeah, for sure. And it, it, I mean, he makes really good throws. He on does the run, sometimes on the move, yeah. and it's like, whoa! How the heck did he do that? Right. And then, next thing you know, he's he's absolutely terrible. So yeah, yeah. But it seems like this this offense does a pretty darn good job moving the ball between the twenties, and then it's just complete, just complete Shut stalling. Down. Like what causes something like that? I, I think it can be quarterback. But I also think it's creativity in the offense and the offensive play calling. Play calling. I yeah. was just gonna say play calling. It's yep. and look, I I don't like when people blame the play calling because I do think that these coaches know what they're doing. They're calling it for a reason. Yeah. They have it's that just, job for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing that I think people get confused over with play calling is a lot of it is responding to what they're seeing. What what the defense is giving you is what mm-hmm. these guys are gonna take. Yeah. And that's what it is. And you're not believing in your original play call, and you're adjusting to what you're seeing a little too yeah. much. Trust your players. Trust your big-name players. Darrell Stewart should be able to make a play. Cody White, you have the, uh, the the weapons on the offense. You have a running back. You have a quarterback that can move around and throw the ball. Just trust them. And it doesn't feel like this coaching staff is trusting them. Yeah, and I think like I, part of me wonders like when you get Stafford, Stafford. Sorry, that was I was gonna make a point about him in a minute, but <laughs> when Lewerke is overthrowing people so badly, or you have fumbles, like um, I don't know, maybe they, if it makes them second guess themselves, or we talked about all the play calling with Michigan too. Like the first few games, it was just it was not speed and space, right? Yeah. Um, it, and I just remember, I think I said then too, but it's almost like. I don't know if he trusts what's what he's seeing is enough to do it. You know what I mean? But it's it is easy to blame play calling. Yeah, I, it's. I think it's a combination of things. I think it's a combination of play calling and execution on the field. Yeah, the, the coach can only do so much. Mm-hmm. He he gives you your options or your one play. Go out there and execute and make it happen. And if everything falls apart, Lewerke has a pair of legs and he knows how to use them. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of feel like it's it's the same thing with with Michigan right now. It's these this coaching staff. You have what you have in front of you. This is Michigan and Michigan State. Mm-hmm. You have w- what you have to work with here. Yeah. You're not going to find a diamond in the rough and all of a sudden just no it's be able there. to change the way yeah. you're gonna you know go at this season. Yeah. Just trust your players to make plays. And yeah. if it doesn't go well, it doesn't go well. At this point, you have to be a little more desperate. Yeah. I think State has to be a little more than Michigan at this point with with two losses. Still only one in the Big Ten though. So it's a big deal. Yeah. Just one in the Big Ten. And yeah. you're not you're not gonna go into Wisconsin. You're not gonna go into Penn State and win unless you have the full trust of your coaches to yeah. just play football. Because that's what it is. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Playing football. These all guys have all done it. They all know how to do it. Coaches need to get the heck out of the way and let these guys play the ball. And that was, play, so, play the ball game. And that was my Stafford point of him yelling from the sideline, trust me, trust me, trust me. Yeah. It um, feels like Lewerke needs to do the same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I, I know Ryan. Ryan is is more of less of a Lewerke guy than me, and I'm not completely sold on the guy yet. But he's proven it. He's proven he can do it against very good competition. Mm-hmm. He can be a good quarterback. Yeah, Absolutely. he can be. Something has changed. Something is holding him back. Is he thinking too much? Is is the the staff not trusting him? I I don't know, but they better figure this out, and they better figure this out tomorrow because that game's coming up on Saturday, and this season could spiral out of control for the Spartan team. Yep, sure Ooh. could. It's and I don't want it to happen. I I really don't. I would love to go into the Michigan Michigan State game in mid November when these two teams are actually 
playing their best football. Yeah. Because that would make for a dang good football game. Remember we thought they might be undefeated. We did, we did. Yep. I'm forgetting that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is blocking that. I can I see think, he's I think mentally co- blocking I think the yeah. coin was a couple wins on that, though. The, the what? The coin that we flipped. Didn't we have to flip a coin? For, or no, we had we five. We gave our own personal predictions. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. What, was oh. he just trying to cop out of what we did? I don't remember what we do. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me what episode, and it'll click. But. I think it's uh, <laughs> 19 or 18. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, one thing I, I wanted to bring up before we move on is is you, Michigan State fans, I feel like, are, and I'm not throwing you guys all under the same umbrella. I hate when people do that. That's good. I love when Michigan fans tell me what's wrong with Michigan State fans. Oh, Continue. okay. And what moving I, on. What I don't like hearing is Michigan <laughs> State fans right now, and, and I, I again, I listen to a lot of different radio stations with a lot of different callers, and I know the people that are calling into these shows, the people that they're talking about on the social media are are the idiots. They're the they're some of the, the worst. They're the, so, yeah. they're the odd ones out of out of the group. Like not this isn't a Michigan State thing necessarily, but if Michigan State fans are thinking this way, I want to just tell them that no, you should be upset and you should be angry. So bear with me here a minute. Um, you know, I feel like there are already Spartan fans like just saying, well, what did you expect? What do you want us to do? This is Ohio State. Of course we're going to get killed by them. Yeah, you're right. They're, they're a very good team. That's the way it works. Mm-hmm. But when your coach is using them as the measuring stick, he has said that several times. I think it's a jab at Michigan more than anything when he says it personally. You but, sound like you think that. But he says Ohio State is our measuring stick, and he always has been. He yeah, always, he always he's, is, said yeah. that for a very long time. And if that's the way you're going to measure up on the field, off the field, like – you got to change something, and you need to change it fast. Look, I'm not saying you fire this this legend of a head coach. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is these fans in this school administration, the athletic department, needs to say, all right, D'Antonio, we love you, but we are comfortable moving away from you if you do not make these changes on your own. Give him the opportunity to say, do you want this this you know program to get back to winning? You need to make these changes. You need to f- bring in better offensive coordinator, better defensive coordinator. You need to bring in people that aren't necessarily your friends, but people that are going to be good for this football program mm-hmm. as so, a whole. And if he's not willing to do that, then you say, then it's time for you to retire and we are going to move on. Yeah. I think Michigan State, I mean, it's been a very good decade for them. Since D'Antonio's been there, they should not be copping out and saying, well, what do you expect? This is Ohio State. You guys should be moving up or competing with this team. This is what you deserve. This is what you've proven is, you know, what you're able to do. So do it. it, it Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> am I okay to say I know this is no, – people I don't might di- take this the wrong way as a, coming from a Michigan fan. No, but, I don't disagree that uh, he – if we – yeah, I, I would never say, hey – it's Ohio State. Like, did I think we have a chance? Yeah, I did. I thought we had a chance. Um, so for, I think for them to say, well, it's Ohio State. We never had it. We never had a chance. I, maybe they believe that. I don't. I, I don't know. I've heard it. I've heard it. I'm it's not true. saying all the state fans are like yeah, that, no, but no, you no, hear no. it. Yeah, no, I believe it. I, I believe it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I would. Part of me is like it, the same thing that made D'Antonio that he is. Like, it's the reason they won certain games at the same time. But it just it's not working lately. Um, 
So yeah, that's the, that age old question in in this 2019. How long do you stick with a guy that doesn't? Yeah, that, that seems not to be working. stubborn. It doesn't seem to be, you know. But could, yeah, I mean, how long do you give him? It's it's been what three rocky years, kind of. Yeah, um, three. You had one good year and a really bad year before that, I believe. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like one out of the last four years has been up to par in my eyes, at sure. least. Yeah. And and this is. Coming from a Michigan fan, I think Michigan State fans need to hold this athletic department a little more accountable. Yeah. Way more accountable. Yeah. You went to the CFP and you fell off the face of the earth yeah. as far as yeah. contending for that same spot in the years to come. It's a True. problem. You yeah. do need to hold your coaching staff from a fandom side to a much higher standard. Yeah. You have got to be calling for change in some fashion and a coaching carousel internally ain't cutting it let's say um but you guys let's say you end with three losses would you say the same thing about harbaugh no i I actually wouldn't because he hasn't been there i look at it a little different with that yeah i think because he he hasn't had the bottom dropping out type of season that that d'antonio has and He's not being too stubborn. He's trying still. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like D'Antonio is trying. I, look, that sounds wrong. He's trying. He's trying something. I don't know yeah, if he's... Yeah, he doesn't want to lose. He's not right. putting the risk on the table to try hard enough. By yeah. cutting, uh, getting rid of guys that are no longer beneficial to his his yeah. uh, program. Go ahead. He Mike. is not pushing his loyalty aside. I think that's the biggest difference in my eyes is Jim went out and got Josh Gaddis because he liked what he was doing down at Bama. Mm -hmm. Mark D'Antonio did not look outside the box. Maybe he did look. I don't think there's any reports out there that he was looking outside of MSU. It was, we're going to take you. We're going to take you and take you, and we're just sure. going to shift. Yeah. yeah. And and that's that's our fix, and it, we're going to call it what it is. And as, like, I think state fans should have a very bad taste in their mouth from that because they're running into the exact same problems that were problems last year. It's not getting better. And this right here, what Michigan State has in front of them, is about as good as it's going to get talent-wise for a long, long time. So they need to change something, whether it's coaching, whether it's, Starting to bring in, you know, higher end recruits, all of that stuff. Like, you, you will be completely irrelevant within the next three years if you do not make the changes that you need to. That's the yeah. way I look at it. You're talking recruiting side. I'm talking recruiting. I'm talking coaching. I'm talking pretty much all of it. Yeah. I think, I mean, D'Antonio, very good developer. I think that's yeah. That's, he's never that's been, been a proven. You know, four and five star guys that yeah, you know. it's he's good at developing. But when when is that cachet that he's built from year one to five? Like, what about the last five years? You're you're looking at you know pretty much a fifty fifty here of of good seasons and bad seasons, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that you're you're getting very very close, and if you aren't willing to make these changes, like. It'll it'll pass you by pretty fast, and I feel like it has. You, if that's you've, fair, you've really got to stay in the forefront of recruiting, because listen, kudos to D'Antonio for developing his two and three stars. I totally get it. That is 
That is actually a very phenomenal feat in such a stiff sport in college. And it's just, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but it's very odd to me that after you go to the college football playoff, your recruiting doesn't increase in in quality and talent. Where where Yeah, how do you how do you not go out and go, hey, did you see us last year? We're in the college football playoff. Why don't you come play with us? Yeah, it didn't we're seem like we're a bunch they'd... of dogs. Yeah. We play hard, we win, come play with us. And where was that? Yeah. It's not even there. They just lost two running backs in five days. Yeah. Do they even have a running back behind Collins anymore? It's hard to say. I mean, I don't know. Left, right? I don't have the depth chart in front of me, but it, it does not it. look good currently. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to dog Michigan State, but one, they don't recruit well. I don't know if that's by decision or if it's just what it is. Yeah. Nonetheless, it's 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 going down the other side of the mountain right now. Yeah, and, I, and, and they I, definitely I, don't have the budget of a school like Michigan. Yeah, and it. and I, I'm not trying to necessarily dog them because. I don't like them necessarily. It's it's more or less like I think the fans should be angry, like flat out pissed. Absolutely, that this is what's happening, and I, I think that's a great point that you brought up, Mike. Is they made the, the the college football playoff and got zero like benefit out of it other than the money, probably. So where 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 was the you know? Recruiting trail, the trail buzz, after that. The yeah. buzz. There should have been a buzz. You, sh- you oh, had absolutely. an opportunity to grab this conference and be right up there with Ohio State. And did it, you guys? Uh, did you guys see that game by chance? I saw Alabama. <laughs> did Did MSU show up? Or, did they cross the fifty? I don't even. Wah, wah. But I mean, they made it. I'll give you that. Yeah, no, <laughs> farther than Michigan's ever been. So. Um, that that was a long conversation, longer than I actually thought it was going to go, but I thought it was good. So let's it's just interesting. Jump. That was interesting. Yeah. 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 So we'll just jump into what we see next week against Wisconsin. I mean, is there a matchup that you think goes well for the Spartans, Kyle? I, the defense has to show up this time. Okay. I, I and I, I don't know if I like the matchup. You know what I mean? Against, it's hard against to. Taylor. It's hard to <laughs> with that yeah. that running game. Um, I just the you know. They always talk about you know they, the Spartan dogs. They they got to hunt this weekend. They got to hunt. They got to do something. They got they they can't let another five hundred yard performance. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's tough because I don't like the matchup because that running back is incredible. But yeah, um, I think I I'm hoping they come out fired up. Angry, they have to like they got destroyed last week. Yep. Um, yeah. Yep. How about you, Micah? Is there something that you think will benefit the Spartans going into this matchup? Well, Kyle stole my thunder. Uh, I'm going to simply echo him, and and the defense has got to be there. I think this is going to be one of those games where the defense wins the game or helps win the game. Mm -hmm. We won't get into that argument. Yeah. But the defense has to be there. They have to push that stout O-line from Wisconsin back. Yes. They, They have to contain Jonathan Taylor. If they cannot contain him, he will run all over you, as he's been doing all year. And honestly, when you look at Michigan State's secondary, they're good enough to impose their will up front, and then on the back end there, they're good to make sure they cover for Cone, right? Jack Cone? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's that's going to be key in this game, in my opinion, is that defense. 
they've got to be there and they've got to play well. Yeah, and they and they can't fall behind. Cannot. That, that's obviously a key because, I mean, as soon as you fall behind, then Cohen's not throwing the ball. And, and that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to force them to throw and either get a sack or bait him in, like have Josiah Scott bait him into an interception like he did with Justin Fields exactly. last week. Right. So um, the way the way I looked at it is I, I think the overall strength of, of Michigan State's defense could could be the key. Because, I mean, Wisconsin is more of a power team than, than OSU was. And I think that matchup alone like helps Michigan State a lot. Because it was the speed that hurt Michigan State against Ohio State. Is that fair to say? Oh yeah, that's, so, that's I mean, why you get those big plays. Yeah, and then when you know when it comes down to the trenches, I think Michigan State can battle up more than more than Michigan did. I think they have more depth, they have more strength, they have more power, if you will, on that front to shut down the run game. Look, you're just trying to contain Jonathan Taylor at this point. Correct. He's gonna get his. He's absolutely going to get his. But <laughs> if keep him to 100 yards, like, yeah, you know, limit and the man. That yeah. is exactly yeah. what Michigan did last year. I mean, they had the the Devin Bush, Chase Winovich, and Rashawn Gary up front. They had the veteran leadership, the veteran power, the NFL talent. That's what Michigan State has. That's what could contain a Jonathan Taylor. I think this matchup is actually better. I I think overall Jonathan Taylor is a better running back than than J.K. Dobbins personally. Yes, I would agree. But oh, he is. Yeah. I think that the way that the the, the offense is designed more of a power offense rather than a speed and space. I know we hate saying that, but that's what Ohio State is as well. Mm-hmm. Like it, it actually is a good matchup in it, that way. It's going to be a good game. I, I think so as well. I mean, it, and you have Bocce, you have Wilkes, you have Josiah Scott, and you have Mike Pan- – how do you say that last name? Panashuk. Panashuk. I, I think. mean, those guys are what Michigan had last year. In my eyes. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. And that's how Michigan was able to contain Jonathan Taylor. Will it happen? <laughs> it's hard to say. But we'll that is... Please. Yeah, for real, right? So that, I, I like that side of, of the ball. I think the defense matches up well against Wisconsin's offense. So we'll jump into a, you know, a matchup we dislike. I, Jonathan Taylor, right? I mean, it's... There's really nothing else on the, on that side of the... like. That really scares us, right? No, the court. No, no, it's Taylor. It, it, <laughs> it's Jonathan you, Taylor. You about said uh, Jack Cohn, and I was gonna agree with you. I don't think he's scary, but he can get things done. He's kind of feisty. He he's kind of. He but I think Michigan State has the perfect defense to, like, I keep going back to Michigan, and I'm sorry I keep doing this. But what no, Michigan did to Ohio's quarterback, what? What's his name? Haskins? No, oh, Ohio. Or Iowa. Iowa. Holy smokes, I apologize. Uh, Nate Stanley. Yes. Everybody was talking about Nate Stanley and how... How, is, how does Micah know all this stuff? Oh, he's good. He's good. Uh, it's in his brain. Obsession. <laughs> it's all under the hat. <laughs> um, but what... I mean, everybody was saying how Stanley was like this, this quarterback that doesn't make mistakes and, you know, is a solid game manager, not necessarily knock the top off type guy, but good enough, and Michigan shut him down completely. I think that's something, you know, Michigan State could also do to this guy, Absolutely. to Cole. Yep. It's, yeah, he's he's solid. He's he's yep. shown that he can throw the ball better than Hornibrook has ever done, better than any Wisconsin quarterback has ever done other than other since Russell Wilson. But... Is he's still raw? He's still young, yeah. And you can still bait him and get in his head I think fairly he, quickly. 
Yeah. Is he young? How, do you know what year he is by chance? I think he is a freshman or a sophomore. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you got some veteran guys there that, yeah, like you were talking about Sam baiting him or whatever yeah. it may be. Outsmarting him, really, right? But kept, like what Michael was saying almost too, like, I don't know, he's got a little feisty edge to him, I think. Um, I, yeah, Taylor's the obvious threat here. Yeah. And I, that's that the battle is going to be between the guys you listed, Sam, and, and Taylor. And that's yeah. where this game, I think, is going to be one yeah. of Yeah, another side of it is, is Michigan State's offense. Like, are they going to be able to do anything against a pretty stout defense, right? I mean, they, they've only allowed 29 points this year. That's yeah, pretty good. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty darn good. I think Michigan State almost let more than that against Ohio in the second quarter. So wasn't it fourteen against Michigan? That's no. half the points. Yeah, yeah, it was fourteen. Yeah, you're so. right. Yeah, they've only allowed points in two games so far. Yeah, that's impressive. So I, I think honestly, I mean, this goes for probably any football team on any given game day. They've got to have nearly mistake-free football on the offense. Yeah, to make it happen against number eight. Number eight, yeah, Wisconsin. That's true. Yeah. So a strong number eight. They are. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, I mean, Michigan State hasn't proven they can move the ball against any solid enough defense. So I don't see them being able to do it now. So we'll get into kind of what we expect to happen. I mean, do you think – I mean, Wisconsin's going to get theirs, right? They're going to be anywhere between 17 and 27 points is the way I look at it. Can Michigan State score anywhere near that against a true blue Big Ten defense? <laughs> like, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it, but it doesn't mean it can't happen. Sure. I, I'm that type of not optimistic with guy with, yeah. with football. I, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but there there's definitely a chance that they make the plays, put the points on the board. They're both starting at zero. Yeah, yep. That's how I cool. look at it. I would agree. Yeah, I. I think it'll be a better game than what, what the spread is is telling us. What was it, ten and what? a half or something along those is lines? Is that what the spread is? Yeah. That seems like a lot. Yeah, it seems like a lot. I mean, I might still pick Wisconsin. I don't know where I'm going to go right yet with that. What's on all those notes then? Yeah, I do have it. There, there. Wisconsin's a ten point favorite. I think that's disrespectful to Michigan State, but I also understand what Vegas is doing with that number. But, well, well. That was a lot of Spartan talk. I, I'm pretty proud of us. I thought it was. That was a ton of Sparty talk. Yeah, it's good. Call tonight, right? <laughs> Shut her down. down. I'm so no. tired. <laughs> Shut it down. Let's go home. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into the University of Michigan. Oh. What we saw: the then-rated number 19 Michigan Wolverines hosted the 14th-ranked in previously undefeated Iowa Hawkeyes, and the Wolverines prevailed with a massive 10-3 to <laughs> victory. Yep, 10-3. to um, You said massive 10-point? <laughs> I mean, they exploded in the first quarter for 10 points. In the, I mean... <laughs> they were all in the first quarter? All in the first quarter. So, all right, let me finish reading, because otherwise I'm going to lose my, tra- my train of thought here. <laughs> Please do. All right. So Michigan scored all 10 points in the first quarter and allowed the three in the second quarter, and the rest of the game was, well, <laughs> nothing to really get too excited about. Um, Patterson went 14 of 26 for 147 yards and an interception, no touchdowns, uh, 25 yards rushing as well on seven carries. Uh, Nico Collins led the team with 63 yards on three receptions, and Donovan Peoples-Jones had four catches on 
for 26 yards. Zach Charbonnet got Michigan's rushing touchdown along with 42 yards on 13 carries. Uh, pretty pouring game. I mean, it was absolutely terrible um, <laughs> for the offensive side, at least. Uh, but the defense was awesome. They had eight sacks, two from Glasgow, two and a half from Pay, one and a half from McGrone, and one from Donna. Dana? Donna? Dana. Dana. Thank you. I would have got it the third time. Along with three interceptions and one fumble recovery. I mean, the, the, the defense was, was 100% the story here. The, the offense was nothing to talk about in a positive light, but we will definitely talk about the offense because that's what we love to talk about. Um, you know, it was, it was great. Let's start with the defense. It was, it was great to see them respond against, I mean, what I call the poor man's Wisconsin. I think Iowa goes into those games. When they win, they win very similarly to Wisconsin, and Michigan got their butts handed to them against Wisconsin. Sure this did. defense decided to show up. What did I say? They grab their sacks and balls to the wall type thing, and they did that. Yeah. So that that's a very positive thing. Can it, can it continue? <laughs> you know, I'm going to disagree with Coach because offense is not hitting their stride. <laughs> Defense is hitting their stride, I think. They are starting to figure things out. They are playing well together. The The – the offense just went from midnight to six. Just, yeah. oh. I love it. The opposite. Wait, were they ever at midnight? <laughs> well, I guess against Rutgers well. it was a little midnight. But. Midnight-ish. Yeah. <laughs> we're like 730. The, yeah, but yes, the, the defense, Sam, the defense looked absolutely phenomenal against a really powerful Iowa offense. Yeah. An I, offense that's been imposing their will on teams yeah. the last handful of weeks. Yeah. I mean, it, you go into that seven point victory, you, you sign me up for that every every day of the week. It just of didn't course. look it just didn't look pretty. <laughs> and that's the hard part. That is a very, very hard part is I mean, you want to be excited. If if that game's twenty to ten you feel a lot better about it, right? Feel a lot better. You put more points on the board for sure. <laughs> it, that and that's that's what's scary. Is is it? But let's let's stick with the defense before we jump over to the offense a little too more or a little more. But um, I thought the defensive game plan as a whole was very very solid. The defensive execution was on point as well. You see what I did there? That was on point. That's a that's like a young kids that's thing. A, that's yeah, that's a young kids thing. Good job. Yeah, it was yeah. at some point. Yeah, it's not we, anymore. I think it might already, it already be already passed me by, and I just learned <laughs> I how to it, do it. Just like that. I'm pulling. Gone. No, I, yeah, I think that's uh, Yeah, don't ask me. I have, I'm the oldest one here, so I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely, I mean, in, in years, yeah. I'm, you, know, I'm, <laughs> you might have me in, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, But, I mean, so, yeah, like I said, the game plan was good. The defense execution was good. And it was something that these Michigan fans, and I think this team as a whole, needed to see. Because just as much as that Wisconsin game's in our minds still, I guarantee you it's in Don Brown and this this defensive team's mind. So, um, I I mean... It had to be good to see. It had to... Yeah. Yeah. And it spoke for itself. I mean, look, Iowa is not going to put 27 points on the board, period. But holding them to three is is exciting. Mm -hmm. And the way that they did it, they were aggressive. They didn't shy away. They made this, you know, Stanley, who... Is supposed to be good at taking care of the ball. Good game managers can throw the ball downfield when he needs to. They forced three interceptions. I want to say, 
Yeah. They sacked I, him eight times? The, that was, the eight is that high. That's is crazy. That is a lot. Yeah. And that that's against a good offensive line. So that's exciting. Is it anything to hang our hat on? Is it anything that we're like, are we changing our tune about this team? No, we're not. Because this offense is still the biggest, second biggest question mark in the state of Michigan. Maybe even the biggest question mark in the state of Michigan at this point, football-wise. Oh, uh, Expectation-wise, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely not the speed and space we were promised. And I know we say that every single episode because we deserve it. But it's true every single episode. It's true. It's so flat. It's so flat. There's no speed. There is no space. There is no identity. Where's the crossing routes? Why is this? All right, so you have all of these wide receivers, right? Awesome receivers. Allegedly. Well, yeah, allegedly. (laughs) I mean, allegedly. (laughs) What is it? Like, what is going Like, there is a massive problem with this offense. Massive, massive, massive. There's no underestimating what is wrong here. It is the offense. 100%. I'm trying to rack my brain after essentially every game besides Rutgers, trying to figure out if Josh Gaddis is a problem play caller or has Jim kind of had too much influence or taking over mm. at some point. I, I don't know. No one's ever going to tell us. No, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if, if, if Gaddis even really knew what was going on over at Alabama. Like, who is really the play caller over there? Who is the brains behind uh, the speed and space that they have? Cough, cough, Maryland's head coach. Uh, exactly. That's been thrashing people. Well, shut out against Penn State, right? Well, besides that, I, mean, <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to be looking at no, Penn I, State. No, I agree with you, though. <laughs> I, I, I think he was probably the bigger influence on, on what was successful at, at yeah. Alabama, other than Nick Saban. I think Nick Saban is, I mean, speaks for himself. Kyle kind of shuns the bar around that, but Boo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so let me just—I'll I'll get into a few notes that I wrote down as I was watching the game. I thought early run success w- was the key in that first quarter. It opened up a great deep ball throw to, to Nico Collins, um, but th- then that kind of stuff went away. Both, both the running game went away. Both the downfield threat went away. Like they just stopped trying to do it. It felt like it felt like they were just trying to not turn the ball over because they knew that this defense was going to hold them in the game. But that's what I'm sick of hearing. Score the dang – score points. It it honestly felt like like one of those games where teams are going up first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and then take the pedal completely off the gas. Yeah. But we took the pedal off the gas in the first quarter, and <laughs> like it was yeah. like uh, – where are we going? Yeah, and, I, and, and, and that yeah. was one thing that I wrote down as well. Is I think Iowa adjusted well that they were like, all right, Shea Patterson has to beat us. Is is the way that they kind of adjusted? They're like, we're gonna throw goofy th- stuff at this guy. We're gonna shut down the run game. We're gonna make him throw to to beat us. And mm, I thought that same thing didn't happen. Look at like I mean, yeah, they won. I mean, he beat them technically. He did, but no, yeah, it was ten nothing before they adjusted. Yeah. So I, I thought that was very interesting to see, if you will. Yeah, um, not a good look. Um, kind of going back to, to early on in the game, I, I thought you could feel, you could see that this team was embarrassed of what happened in Wisconsin. That was still on the forefront of their minds, and they came out guns a-blazing, ready to bust some butt. And that's what you, lo- you like to see that. 
Absolutely. They took offense to what happened. They took offense to what people were saying, that defense at least. And even the offense moved the ball pretty well in the first quarter. So so what happened? Then? What I mean, it was... It, I don't know. I, I really think it's it's the lack of being able to adjust and the the lack of creativity. Where is it? Well, I can tell you right now, after this week, they better have it figured out. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you're going into Illinois. It, it's going to be... It's going to be a tough I game. Mean, be careful. I mean, I, the, <laughs> last, the last thing you want to do is keep let that team be in the game. Absolutely. But it's figuring it out for at Penn State. Because yes. if, if you don't figure it out between today and really Saturday... I mean, you're not you're not gonna all of a sudden figure it out after Saturday. Like you have to be preparing for Penn State going into this Illinois game, which is scary to say, and I hate saying it. But yeah. no more mad scientist. Get good at the plays that you've created. Yep. And execute them. Stop! Stop holding back. Open the playbook. Open the playbook. This is and where let it, it begins. And look, I'm not saying that. I'm not using that as an excuse because. I think it's a lame excuse, but at the same time, it's like there has to be something in there that that they're hiding from us because Jim Harbaugh comes out, whether it was sarcastic or not, and saying that yeah. they're hitting their stride. I, I'm a little curious if it was a little sarcasm in that, yeah. but at the same time, dude, shut up and just say, no, our offense absolutely sucks and we're trying to figure this crap out. <laughs> like, tell us tell us what it is because if you're going to tell us that you're hitting your stride, I'm going to start thinking you're you're a nut. And right, you, yeah. you don't you don't know anything about football, right? Harbaugh's does that make you a little mad that he says that? It does. It really does. I yeah. would much rather have a coach be like, "This is BS. This is not what I was told we were going to be doing, and it better get figured out, otherwise I'm going to be changing it up." Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. And go ahead, Mike. It. He, Jim is a nut. Everyone knows it. He is. He's, he's got. Nut, he's got a screw loose, <laughs> a couple screws loose, whatever it is. That's the part I kind of like about him. Yeah, I, I mean, like honestly, I love it. <laughs> I like it, but saying something like that just just didn't stir the Kool Aid for me. Yeah, I mean, just light your pride down. Tell the media exactly what happened because everyone saw it. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Yeah, don't don't make a joke about it. Yeah, and don't be serious about hitting our stride either. <laughs> don't just, be serious. Yeah. Just exactly. don't say it. Like, he couldn't have been serious. I I. I don't. He sounds serious, but you never know with that guy. Right, he's no, so it, yeah. crazy. But um, another thing that I thought was bad to see was when Michigan was absolutely careless with the ball again. There were two fumbles that Michigan actually got back. To, to I think it was back to back plays potentially. I think it was all on the same drive. And then Shea ends up throwing an interception and like going into the end zone almost. Right. Yeah. So it's like, what is going on here? His reads. He is not reading well, man. He's just not. I know you're not going to see that in in numbers. I mean, maybe there's analytics somewhere that I don't know, but Lordy B, he don't look good. No, he doesn't. He I, doesn't look good. I, at all. I can't keep defending him. He's just this. This was supposed to be our year, in in my opinion, probably a lot of other people's opinions. Yeah. Oh, every and, uh, the media, the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Where where is it? Where where is Shea Patterson? I just don't understand. There is no improvement from last year, in my opinion. Yeah. Is the whole new offense, the new system, playing a part of that? You know, and, and that's something that I, I, I do have. So I'll just I'll just do it now. You know, I I wrote down there's something seriously seriously wrong with this offense. Like it's absolutely bad. I don't know if it's Shea. Is it the O line? Is he not getting the protection he needs to to make these reads? Is it the coaching creativity, or is it just bumps of a new offense? I I don't know. Like, I mean, it's hard to change offenses. 
It is. This is his sure. third offense in three years that he's that yeah. he's learning, that he's going through. That can't be easy. But I also don't want to use that as an excuse because these guys should be creative. They should. He should be able to figure it out. He should be. He, your job is to hand the ball off or throw the damn ball. That you have two jobs. Well, there's basically, more, there's it, more to being a quarterback. There is more to being a quarterback. But yeah. I mean, I when, you're, when you're a five star yeah. recruit, yeah, you should be able to throw a dang ball. Remember when he transferred and everybody. Thought he was the answer. In Michigan, got real tight in the pants. And I went really, six to midnight for. Yeah. I I called the doctor, man. Like it was. They said four hours. <laughs> I was four, he's like, that was four days ago. <laughs> it was like four weeks for me, man. He I was, was consulting the doc yeah. quickly. Yeah, I mean, so you saw. You know, I've had a, I've had a erection for four four weeks. Four weeks. What's going on? Well, you saw the news, right? <laughs> Shea Patterson's eligible. He's like, yeah, this is common Michigan fan. Huh? <laughs> yeah, like, you're calling from Michigan, right? Yeah, where are you? <laughs> Ohio, <laughs> click. <laughs> the, I, I hate bringing it up because I hate the team. I hate the coach. But how come Alabama can do it? How come Alabama can just go through this carousel of OCs, DCs, and the next year they are just smashing people? I mean, it, it's it's got to be Nick Saban, right? It's got to be. A part, do you think the talent is that much better too? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Hands down. I mean, that's really helped. That, that's kind of helped. It you helps have a lot. that raw athletic. It helps a lot, athletic, but at the but same time, it, it's it's the coaching. Yeah. Their coaching is on fleek. That one, bruh. I, that one I know is gone, bruh. Oh, it is. <laughs> Dang it! Oh man, what'd, <laughs> what'd you, you do? Spend time on the internet today? <laughs> yeah, I was like on. You know what's still on though? Is know. dog. Dog. I love dog. Heck yeah, what's up, dog? I stick to the ones I like, and then I just roll with them. Yeah. Like we're talking, like it's a, like I told Ryan, I did a sick dunk on his basketball hoop. Like, <laughs> is six still in? Sure, I'm thirty four. Sounds like, excellent. Like, of course it is, Joss. Yes. <laughs> so I, I'm basically at a point where I mean I think for, for us, us four. I mean when, when Ryan's here, you guys are yeah. all done with Shea Patterson, right? I feel like. I don't know if it was in the heat of moment for the text message against Wisconsin or not. Like, are we are we all officially done with Shea Patterson? Like, I I, I don't know what the issue is, and and I, I have this like in my head. I had it all laid out the way I wanted to say it, and it's not going the way I want. But like, I had all these questions. I don't know what the answer is, but I do know what you can change. You can change a quarterback. You can't change the OC. You can't all of a sudden change the offensive line. You can't wake up today and have creativity coming out your butt. So the one thing you can change as Michigan offense is the quarterback and see if that's the problem. Because if that's a problem, you can prove it that that's a problem right now. Do you think this this Illinois game is a good time to try that? If, if so, so, No, I don't. And, and that's what Same. sucks. Like It's going to take a bad first half from Shea Patterson in yeah. a crucial game for them to make a change. Sure. They're not going to make a change now, whether Dylan McCaffrey is healthy or not. They're not going to make a change randomly. Was and he the one that got hit really bad in the head? Yeah, yes. I think he is might he have okay? died. I, I think <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, you did say I that. Was concerned for his health. Yeah. <laughs> he did wake back up a couple of days later. He got thrown out of the game, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I feel like that's the one thing this offense can control, this coaching staff can control, is change the quarterback. And if Dylan McCaffrey is healthy, I'm I'm 100% on board at this point. Yeah. And I hope so much that I have to eat these words because that's, I feel like, my fear is, is sure, as soon as sure. I say it, I was, 
He's going to go off. And I was going to be like, oh, I gave up on him. And I I didn't want to. You really need to see an absolute stud this coming weekend. You need to see him play really well, very close to mistake-free. I've said that before. But I just I, – I cannot get behind a guy who hasn't improved in some fashion. It almost yeah. seems like he's digressed. Sure. Some like somehow, but you know, to to echo you, Sam, I, QB as the only thing really you can change that'll yeah. make a possible positive impact, yeah. and whether that's Dylan McCaffrey or Joe Milton, make something happen. Right now, we're only one loss in, and yep, everything's in it. Well, right? <laughs> trust me, I am very well aware that this season could be a dumpster fire yes but right now we're still at one loss did i say one win i don't even remember no you said one loss okay one loss (laughs) one loss make sure we win this week i don't care make sure we win and if we have to make a change at half because shay is just not cutting the cheese make the chain make the change at half sure it's not gonna happen against illinois right probably not i mean because he'll play well enough you're saying basically well, they're not going to want to, like, so even if he plays really well, so they'll change it up, right? Sure. Because they're, they're going to have a 27-point lead or something like that yeah. in the third quarter. They'll they'll make the change, and Milton will get his reps, or McCaffrey, if he's healthy, will get his reps. But you're making the change because it's over. And you're preparing, okay. you're preparing yeah. Shea for next week now, right? Gotcha. You're starting okay. to think about next week in that way for Shea. Gotcha. They're not making a change, even if this game, say it's tied going into halftime. 10-10 or something like that, and the offense, they're, they're, they're not going to put in uh, Joe Milton. No. They're going to be like, all right, dude, Shay, you you got to figure this out, and you got to win this game for us. And then he's going to win the game, and then you're going to keep him in next week again. It's going to take a bad performance, like very bad. Like you have to be down 20 points at half for them to make this change. Just Otherwise, I don't see back. it happening. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. Or the crap's going to absolutely going to have to hit the fan. They're going to have to be out of the Big Ten hunt. You have nothing else to look forward to in this season, and you're going to start grooming the next guy. That's Those are the only two yeah. options, really, that, that this is going to happen. Yep. Yeah. So, I, and look, go Shea Patterson. I want him to succeed. I want it to click. I want him to, to figure it out. I want this offense to click. I want to see the speed and space that we were promised. I want to see it all happen. I do. I like Shea. I good. like what I see from him when he's good. Yeah, same I like, here. I love what I saw from him last year. I know he has the ability to do it. So, yeah, my point, like we were talking about, like the D'Antonio and the coaching with with, and you guys saying like, Michigan State fans should be they should be upset about it. Like Shea Patterson is like myself and the my the other Michigan State. When we look at it from the outside, we look at Shea Patterson. And we say, yeah, they should be upset about this. Yeah, like I, I don't know, and I don't mean like mad at the kid. I'm not trying to say like, but like. Mad it didn't at work. Something. It okay. didn't work. Yeah. Like it doesn't. And I, yeah, like you were saying, Sam, you're you're rooting for him. You hope he can turn it around. But like he was going to be this huge. Like Harbaugh finally had his quarterback. Yeah, this is going to be unstoppable. Harbaugh's the quarterback whisperer. Um, I just he's just not. He like you say didn't develop. He didn't. Yeah. Um, I do. I still. I know I brought this up ten minutes ago, but I st- I wonder about the new offense. Yeah. It's interesting, and and one 
and I, I do want to move forward so we can kind of keep this episode uh, like somewhat short for our fans. But um, one thing I also wanted to say is I want Quinn Nordine off this team completely. Like, and it's not for missing that long field goal that that was up there, but it was the way he reacts after his misses. He's like palms up, blaming other people. Like, dude, you're kicking a football. It's so yeah. he's a child. He's a child. He's a mental midget. Completely get him off. Like. Give this job to Moody, who also missed – he missed a chip shot. So I'm not like this, oh, Moody's no, that good right. at everything. Like, give him in there. and Like, it's not that. But I think Nordeen is a bad apple on this team. Like, it's, sure. I'm not saying he's the reason why they suck. but No, but there's many reasons why. But it's why. like, get this yeah. mental midget off this team, move forward, give Moody the full-time job, and just go from it. Because yeah. I'm sick of seeing Nordeen out on this Stop team. Stop splitting time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jim yeah. Rome. Yeah, you crinkle that crap. Crinkle it up. Not saving that one. So what we're going to do is we'll jump into just a little bit about, um, you know, the upcoming game against Illinois. So talking about a game like, like this, Michigan has the better talent. They have the better coaching. They have the better facilities. Like this, this shouldn't be a close game. Michigan should win. It's more or less just... Answering question. I mean, generally, I like to say, "All right, a matchup we like, a matchup we dislike, what we expect to happen." It, it, there's really not a matchup that we can say we dislike a whole lot, other than just is the offense going to be able to score? Yeah. Right. I mean, that's really what it comes Shea down pa- to. Shea Patterson against Shea Patterson. Yeah, really. Right. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> that is Hilarious. Perfect. Jeez. That was well done. I mean, that was really good. Um, so I mean I don't I don't really want to get too in depth. It's just more or less answering questions, right? Can this yeah. offense figure it out? And then they're gonna figure it out against Illinois, and everyone's gonna say, "Well, it was Illinois." Right. Yeah. So it, it, this is just one of those games that nothing good can happen. Only bad can happen. It's, it's very similar to Rutgers. I don't think it's a fifty-eight nothing game like Rutgers is gonna be or no. Rutgers was, but this game should never be in question. No. No. No, not at all. So well, you, you got a whole other set of questions if it is in question. Oh yeah, yeah, big time, yeah. big 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 time, big time. We will have a very long segment next week <laughs> yeah. if that is the case. We I'm calling it quits, man. <laughs> I'm not talking about it. State of MI Sports is dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, I think Michigan's gonna win pretty easily. That's that's pretty simple to say right it, but it's not going to help us sleep better at night we're still going to have the exact same questions that we have going in because what they do against illinois is it, not going to make us any you know more excited going into penn state at night like there's <laughs> nothing oh and notre dame to follow yeah. <laughs> what's it's, that and notre dame to follow yeah I mean, I mean, this yeah. is a gauntlet coming up so it is um, it just is. just survive get through it survive stay, in advance stay healthy and, and we'll go into there. So, yeah. um, I I think that there's really nothing more to talk about with that game. So, no. we'll just jump They're... over to the Lions. We don't have a game to dissect this week. Um, but before we before we kind of jump into what we expect to see happen, I mean, what did we see in the NFL? I mean, Kansas City lost, who yep. was supposed to be Michigan or Michigan Lions good <laughs> loss. That was supposed to be like, hey, this, look so at how dis- good the Lions I'm are. So disappointed but by now that. Now they lost. So now everybody's like, all right. Like, did we learn something? Like, are the Lions, like, are we taking a step back by not playing this week of right. our expectations? Because at the same time, then you got the Packers, who looked great against the Cowboys. 
Yeah. So it's like, oh, come back victory, right? It's just like, no, they they took the lead uh, early. They, why did I think they were? I thought they were down. No, 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 they were up big and let them walk back in. Oh, maybe that's what I'm yeah. sorry. I'm like, I get that backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think it was like the worst bye week for Lions fans because you you were at a high. You're like, hey, we barely lost to Kansas City, who's this world beater is gonna be undefeated till they play the Patriots, and all of a sudden, <laughs> wait, they just lost the Colts, so. I bought Super Bowl tickets, Sam. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> after the second game, you're like, yeah. Super Bowl mom, baby. Yeah. So, I mean, before we kind of get into that, I mean, let's keep our focus on the matchup, Lions-Packers. So, Packers look really good, I thought. They right? do. The, their yeah. run game looks legit. Their defense had some massive take takeaways. Yeah. Which is good. The, the numbers wouldn't really tell you the truth. I mean, they, they had... They had controlled that game for most of the game. Yeah. Yep. What was the final score of that game? That's a fantastic question. I feel like it was it was a ten point game, right? At the end, I think it was. Thirty four twenty four. Thirty four twenty four. So exactly ten points. I was on the ice. I got to play some hockey that you night. You got that oh. nice, awesome. nice oh boy. I felt really good. <laughs> I think I had an assist, maybe not. It was a shot that was tipped in front. Oh, you played like legit. I did. I got to play on on the ice, real real hockey. On the ice. The yeah. ice. Yeah. I, I play defense now. When I play, when I fill in, I always play defense. And I am very uncomfortable, but I, I enjoy it, though. You get to see defense everything kind of happening. Fun. It is fun. I didn't get any of those, like, you know, where you get the puck in space and just start busting your butt down ice and go end to end. I didn't what, even, I didn't what, feel comfortable enough. What league is this? The Walker Ice and Fitness Bender ice, Beer Hockey. Oh, okay. I mean, it wasn't anything too exciting, but. Right. I was excited to be out there. Oh, for sure. No, that's yeah. awesome. So, I let a clap bomb go, and it hit Mac in the knee, and it went in the goal, so that was my assist. So that was, that's what <laughs> but it was it was cool because it was it was a pretty decently hard shot, so like the other team was like, dang, dude, that was a heck of a shot. They they didn't even know it hit something. It went like top shelf. It looked really good. Like, Max I wish it was limping off the ice. Max like, <laughs> yeah, it hit me in the knee. I was like, all right. <laughs> but, Yep, so that was my weekend, but no, I, I remember I was sitting on the bench, and I can see a TV from the bench, and I'm like watching it, like, oh, they're they're coming back, what's yeah. happening? But, I was starting to sweat a little bit. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> so so let's, let's, let is, let's jump into a matchup we like for the Lions, and Mike, please just stick with your Packers. I don't want to make, I don't want to force you to do Lions, so when you, That's fine. when we talk about a matchup you like, let Talk about it from a Packers from a pa- Packers fan, and when you talk about a matchup you dislike, talk about it from the way that you, you look at the Lions. Sam, why don't you go first this time? I would love to, Kyle. Okay. Usually I like to give you guys the opportunity. No, fire away, man. Let's All hear right. it. All right, so a matchup I like for the Detroit Lions against the Packers on Monday night, I think coaching. <laughs> I think coaching is actually a very good matchup for the Lions. Um, I still haven't seen Matt LaFleur adjust and, and adjust well. I think they, they start out really hot. They look good. They score points. But they let teams come back in. Like like you just said, Micah, they I mean, they did against the Vikings. I think they scored twenty one points in the first, you know, quarter and a half or something like that and didn't mm-hmm. look back, but they didn't score either. Mm-hmm. So it was just kinda like one of those and and that I feel like it's a consistent thing. I think uh Philly also exposed them as as well to that to that same extent. I think they got an early lead against Philly. Correct me if I'm wrong, you're, Micah. You're all right. You're, and you're and right. then Philly came back and, and kind of fell into place there. So, um, yeah, so I, I don't think LaFleur has shown the adjustments, and at least on the offense side of the ball. I think the defense, 
has has shown it a little more. I think. What's your guys' coordinator's name? The defensive Packers. Yeah, Mike Patton. Yeah, he seems to be legit. He seems to be a very good In my defensive opinion, coordinator. Absolutely. Yeah, um, but I mean, Dak moved the ball. Uh, probably a lot of garbage. But 463 passing yards. Zeke had a 5.2 average. They had to kind of go away from the run because they fell behind so bad. Um, it was 14 nothing after one, 17 nothing at half. They went up 24 to nothing early in the third. I mean, you can't hand the ball off at that point. I don't see that happening in this game. I, you know, I think the Lions are much better defensively, especially on the ground, than what um, the Cowboys the Cowboys are. So I think that that's that is a benefit to Lions, and I think, you know. Patricia will make the Packers, you know, I think he will control what they're doing. I think he will manipulate this this Packers offense to do what he what the Packers think will work, but actually won't work long term, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of it's kinda of out there. It's kind of kind of far fetched. And trust me, as a Lions fan, what I saw last year from from Patricia, it's like, man, there was a lot of questions about him as a coach. So far this year, I know it's early. Him, Bevel, and Stafford all together, like they are winning these games with their minds more than anything. And I think this coaching staff will out, you know, can I should say can outdo Matt Lafleur and his coaching staff. So that that's a matchup I like. But I mean, is there something that you like on that, Kyle? Like going into this game? Um, I was good. Yeah. I think it was more of the defense's ability to be able to not let them run away with it early. Um and and honestly, that's part of what it, what I like was trying to get at with the adjustments. Sure. Because it, yeah. as long as you keep it close early and you can stick to your game plan, and you kind of have it me will, think, it will go long term. I kind of gave some pause because yeah. I was thinking about that. Yeah, like, sorry. I think yeah. you've got a point like I would is, a portion of that might be the coaching to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the thing that came to me because they do seem to – Rodgers is hot. The run game has been hot, and it's really hot early. And, it, it, you know, um, and hopefully the Lions have a plan for kind of curtailing that, not letting that get out of hand in a hurry. Yeah. What about you, Mike? So I'm going to ask yeah. you a ma- matchup you like. So this is actually a matchup you dislike. For your team, <laughs> so I'm gonna. So it's a matchup That's you right, like. It's a him. matchup you like for the Lions. So it's a matchup you dislike for your team, the Packers. It's hard to say exactly what it is, but I, because I think each offense and defense for each team kind of counters the other. Okay. I I think, I think the Green Bay defense has done really well. Besides Philly. They made the adjustment after Philly and sealed up up front, and they they contained Zeke quite well. Well, I mean, he had a 5.2 average, though. Right, but that was my next point, is the numbers really, in my opinion, don't speak for how the game went. Zeke looked defeated at half, and adjustments were made, and things tipped the other way, and Dallas started coming back. Yeah. Um, Nonetheless, I think... I think this is going to be a very telltale sign because I think it is going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. There, there. I don't think it's going to tilt one way or the other and be a blowout, honestly. But I think 
for the Lions. I think the the matchup that's good is the defense versus Green Bay's offense. Okay. I think there is there is a lot more balance to Green Bay's offense, which has in a way kind of shown I don't know if if Aaron's not having to throw and do as much because he doesn't have the numbers he's had oh, in, they're ugly. in years. They're, they're His numbers ugly. are absolutely ugly. They're ugly numbers. Yeah. But is that part of the game plan and balancing this offense out, which has needed balance for years? It's yes. been way too much Aaron get us out of the situation. And in the defense would basically go down the sideline, high-five Rodgers, hey, thanks for that touchdown. Yeah. Hey, thanks for driving us down the field. There's a lot more balance there, but do the Lions expose Rodgers more? I don't know. Maybe they do. Yeah. So I, mean, I would say the the Lions' run defense is good enough to shut down Aaron Jones. Look, I like what Aaron Jones has done so far. It is Aaron, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, he's not as dynamic as he's not a top, you know, seven running back in the league. I don't think. No, he's not top. And seven. that's where it's like I think the Lions can contain him and make Aaron Rodgers have to beat you. Look, that's that's scary to say because really Aaron Rodgers <laughs> will beat you. Like that is a proven fact. It happens time and time again. That's the last thing you want to do is put it in the arms of Aaron Rodgers, but I feel like that's what they have to do at the same time because he doesn't have the weapons that he has in the past. Correct. Correct. So, um so so what matchup do you like for your Packers and dislike for the Lions? Is is it the defense? Yes. Because yeah, I do it, have an argument against you, so, but I'll let you no, go first. No, that's fine. Right. I, I think like, it's... Seems like a trap. <laughs> He's Set usually a trap type let me, You go first, <laughs> and then let me... I'm then, trying to be and nice. And then let me smash, smash, right, smash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done, well done. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the defense, I, I don't think there is... I looked at the defensive rankings, and they don't look good right now for the Packers. They're they're in the low twenties, so I I think that's that's going to be part of the argument, and that's fine. Yep. I I think that that number is a complete lie on how this defense plays. This defense is very good, and if they can humble the Lions, I, I think it continues to be. A very even keeled game. Okay, okay. So, you you did mention the rankings. So I do want to bring it up. It seemed so, like as soon as Micah said that, he went from six to midnight. Yeah, Sam was, Sam, my was <laughs> Sam was ready to pounce. Yes, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna try to be as nice as I can about this. Oh, God, but I'm I'm nice really excited about. It. But I'm gonna be excited about it too. I think it's time for All me right. to get another beer. So <laughs> yeah, you <want> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just walk away while I go talk this, and people will think you're listening. So you know, I I look. I think the way that the Packers are taking the ball away from teams is something to keep an eye on because they are very. Timely in that way, they're they're making plays. They're well, they're plus seven, I think, in internal ratio. Look, I mean, Rodgers doesn't turn the ball over. Period. So, plus seven is 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 pretty solid. But it is. Yeah. I trust Lions offense to take care of the ball better than what you saw against Dak and what you've seen in, in elsewhere. But sure. you also brought up the stats. So, and I wrote it this way. I, I know Packers fans are loving this defense, but keep in mind, you're 13 in point, 13th in points allowed. Mm-hmm. That's decent, right? You'll take that. 
25th in total yards and 23rd in rushing yards. And that's against that so three of your games are against a god awful Bears offense. A bad Vikings defense before they figured out that they still know how to throw <laughs> the ball and an even worse Broncos offense. Oh, yeah. So it's like those stats are against really mainly against the the um sorry the Eagles and the Cowboys right yeah yeah I like the Lions offense against this defense because they are so like they can do it in multiple ways and they have a quarterback that's not named Dak Prescott that will take care of the football like you will not get three interceptions from Matthew Stafford period I don't. I don't see that happening this week. So that's that's where I like, Ooh. and I don't want to. Oh, I'm gonna eat that. Like, when he says <laughs> that, I just oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> just cringe, right? I did make it. I cringe, just really yeah. oh, like, oh, everybody put your money on the Packers because I just ruined it. <laughs> oh, why did I say that? But no, it, it, I think it's fair though. It's you uh, have yeah, a veteran yeah. quarterback that does know how to take care of the ball that also can throw the ball downfield and take advantage. Even you saw some of those windows he was throwing in. Those windows will be there against a Packers defense that, look, they're better than what they have been in the past, but they're still not elite, and they're not getting the pass rush on on quarterbacks necessarily. I mean, those throws that Dak was was making were just absolutely piss-poor decisions. It wasn't like the Packers were forcing him to make these bad throws. It was just absolutely piss-poor decisions. So I think Stafford instead of Dak will will along – like kind of go against that and sure look i i hope i didn't come across too rude i no, you know fine. i love you it's your Nor- opinion man normal it's, sam it's people <laughs> are going into this game thinking that the packers have this defense that can shut down an offense they think that this offense can can score points i've only seen it early on in games where i don't see the adjustments necessarily to to really continue to score that they are going to need to against a lions team personally so right Sorry, but Kyle, what what is what is a matchup you dislike for the Lions? Because I do Aaron have a Rogers. matchup I dislike. Aaron Rodgers. Amen. I I knew that. <laughs> I, I know. I just said the matchup I liked was the defense to keep it closer earlier. But you got Aaron Rodgers, man. He's one of the greats. It and it's weird. Always that, scary. Yeah, and it's weird that like you're going into this game like. <laughs> Thinking we need Aaron, we need to force Aaron Rodgers to beat us because he hasn't shown it yet this year. Why is that our focus? Like, right. shut him down. Let I would the try not to focus like, on that. But like, <laughs> you know, that, it's I mean, scary no, it, yeah, it is. That's my point. It's scary. Like, and that's exactly what I wrote down. Rodgers. Rodgers. I've seen it way too many yeah. damn times that this guy finds a way. Mm-hmm. I like our defensive line. They haven't shown it necessarily yet, but it's good enough. Yeah. But. Yeah, what does that really do against Aaron Rodgers? He just kind of right. scrambles to the right, throws it up in the air, and somebody catches it somehow. So, but it, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. One thing that we do have this year is is the linebacker depth that can shut down a tight end. Um, you know, when holy smokes, I can't think of his name. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, Graham starts getting loose. I know he's not Jimmy. really a tight end anymore, but um, you know, you can throw linebackers on him. Do you know if Devontae Adams is going to play? Have, have, have you? What have you been hearing on that? There has not been a whole lot of chatter. It's still up in the air. Yeah, I mean, with it Monday, you're not going to hear till no till so. Monday, really. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So that that'll be interesting. I think that's that is key for you guys, right? I mean, 
how nervous would you be without him at this point? I mean, lack of offensive firepower, really. Yeah. I, I mean, if you can put Darius Slay on someone other than Devontae Adams, that that's a win for the Lions. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. it, you know, the, the passing game didn't look very hot this last week, but Aaron – Aaron finds a way to make other receivers not not superstars by any means, but formidable. I mean, yeah. it, there's there's quite a few guys that are slowly making their way up. It's like a serious work in progress, but n- nowhere on Devonte Adams level. Yeah, for sure. So, but but in this particular matchup, yeah, I would. I would comfortably love to have Devontae Adams on the field. What is what is he yes. fighting? Turf toe. Turf toe. He got hurt on real grass, so he has turf toe. Okay. Okay. I don't understand how that happens, but I don't know. Well, I guess grass is turf, isn't it? Technically. It's not synthetic. Yeah, technically. Like, right. Yeah. Let's dissect that a little bit more. No, no, it's not. Turf toe. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, so I, I wrote <laughs> I wrote Rogers as well. He scares the hell out of me. He always will until he's Retired, pretty yeah. Much. Until he doesn't play for Green Bay, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was right. going to say until he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, another thing is is home field advantage for the Packers on national television. Yeah. Like, that scares the crap out of mm-hmm. me as well. But at the same time, like the Lions seem to be that type of team right now that will respond to something like that. Yeah. The other thing is, it's been a long time since the Packers beat the Lions. Correct. I thought Sam was going to bring that up. A thousand days? It's been over a thousand days. Yes. Okay. So that's. But also yeah. at the same time, the Lions have won win. have won three Makes of me four. Me think that I don't. I hate. Yeah. Lions have won three of four at Lambeau as well. Right. So it's the tables have turned a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Right. So it's like you're talking that Michigan, Michigan State. Like, are we, you know, where are we? Is it going back one way? Which way is the pendulum swinging? I'm just worried about what Micah just said, that they're due for one. <laughs> yeah, but the Lions were due for one for 40 years. That's okay, <laughs> good boy. Yeah. It took year 41 to make that yes. swing or right. swing or whatever. Swing, yeah. it's it swings, yeah. Sklings? Not swing. Does it swing? Yeah. Swings? Swing. Oh, swing. swing. It's a swinging Like pendulum. swinging Todd. Or s- no? Swinging what? Is huh? it swinging Todd? Isn't that the movie? Sweeney Todd? Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Swinging Todd. What is he? The the <laughs> barber <laughs> of something street, but he's a murderer, right? Yeah, something like that. I'm very cultured, as you guys can tell. I know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Nope. <laughs> so, what do you expect to happen, Micah? What What do you think we're going to be talking about on Tuesday? Whether you're here or not to to face the music. I mean, <laughs> what are we going to be talking about <laughs> next week after this game? Prediction right now? Yeah, like. Like, are we going into predictions? We don't have to do pre- like a full out prediction, but like, what do you expect to see? Like, is it going to be a close game? Is it going to be a blowout? Oh yeah, is it's it going, going to be. To a, be like, it's going to be a close game. Okay. Yeah, I I think. Is it going to be like a high scoring close game, or is it going to be like one of those twenty to twenty three games? Like, what? I guess that's decently high scoring, but. Yeah, yeah I think you're going to be floating in the twenties for both teams. I, I, I that's what I see it as. You know, as so, something around like a. Maybe like a 24, 21, 21, 28, something, something of that nature. What about got, you, Kyle? I got a little higher. So I got the winner getting into the 30s and the loser being in the 20s. 20s? All right. Because the winner always has more points, Sam. <laughs> Is that how that works? No. Uh, 
Nuh-uh. Did you learn that on Swinging Todd or? <laughs> Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street is what that is. You only know that from The Office. I just looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason it did ring a bell is from The Office. <laughs> you can't tell UCF that they didn't win the national title. Come on. <laughs> Gosh. It's about points, guys. Come okay. on, Play Kyle. to win the game. All right, what is going on? I'm going to cry watching this. But So what I expect to happen, I, I expect the Lions to be able to move the ball you know, pretty well. Um, but I think the Lions will go Lions. They won't seal the deal when they can. They won't put, you know, stomp them out when they can with with help from Aaron Rodgers. Like, was that pun intended? Stomp? The stomp, that was... That's another musical. <laughs> we were, we were going... He was, he was going with this, the, the, the Dominican Sioux stomp. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> We're all over the place. I got musicals on the mind now. <laughs> He's thinking about Sue. Like, wait, like, all right, move forward. <laughs> so I think the Lions will go Lions and won't like put this game out of reach when I feel like they they could. Um, again, with help from Aaron Rodgers, and and they'll make what feels like a dominant performance, you know, too close of a game for comfort. And I think whoever will have the ball. Late, like we'll, we'll win this game with a late field goal. That, that's the way I see it going. Um, there will be a lot of goofy stuff that happens, I'm sure. Probably a lot of oh, questionable yeah. calls both ways because that's the way it goes. Yeah, and we'll the just... calls this year have been bad in every game I've seen. It's, it's absolutely embarrassing. It, it really it is, is embarrassing. I'm yeah. getting really sick of it. Usually, I'm like, I'm a big, like, kind of going off topic here, but I love it. Um, big uh, instant replay. Like I, I love instant replay. I think they should implement instant replay everywhere they can. But they need to figure out. But not when they get it wrong. But they get it wrong constantly. So it's like, yeah. just get rid of it. Get rid of it completely. Like, it's dude, making it worse. They need to do something. Well, I've yeah. seen it numerous times in different games about pass interference that's getting reviewed, and it's completely wrong. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Anyway. College the same way, by the way. Yeah, I, I like college a little better because they don't have, like, a limit on the challenges. Mm. Because, like, the they'll call it from above and be like, we need to take another look at that. And I love sure. that. Like, yeah. I, I hate the two-challenge rule. So this this hurt the Lions a little bit in, in week uh, against KC, but it's like they use a challenge early on, didn't get it. So right then, you're down to one challenge, and you can't get a second challenge left. I think as long as you have a timeout to wait. I'm, did we talk about this last episode? I don't think so. No, maybe it was just in my head that I was just. You had the conversation with yourself. I think I do do that a lot. Do do, do do. She said do do. Um, but like as long as you have a timeout to risk, you should be able to have a challenge, and it shouldn't take getting too right to get a third. Like they're setting a limit on the amount of calls. They're okay with you. That is a problem. And that's just stupid. A bad call is a bad call. Exactly. Why put a limit on what you can change? Get it right or get Mm. it wrong. Yeah. That should be the plain and simple. Like, there's too many gray areas in this stupid league. I hate it, but I love it. It's a curse. It creates controversy. That's why up. they love it. And look, I I don't actually gamble on games anymore because it stressed me out too much because of mainly the bad calls. It just was absolutely terrible. Yeah. And I started to start thinking, like, they wanted my 10 bucks that badly that they were going to change this call. Yeah. They're after you, Sam. They're after my money. Yeah, just $10 Sam. bets at a time. Sam. Like, that's all I did. But I loved it. But Scoundrels. it also stressed the heck out of me. So, yeah. we'll, speaking of, I mean, we're, we're talking gambling, so we'll just strike up the music. Yep. All right. It's on. So, 
Let's talk about what's going on here. Uh, going into week six, Sam had a two-game lead over Kyle, who has a two-game lead over Ryan, who has a one-game lead over Micah. Um, is that right? Probably. Sure. We'll go with it. I like it. That's what I wrote wow. down, so that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm cheating, I think. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so we'll just jump into uh, Penn State at Iowa. Iowa is getting... Four and a half points at home. Ryan, he texted in his pick. He's taking Penn State to cover the four and a half. Michael, what about you? I'm going with Penn State as well. I don't see the Iowa thing happening this week. I just think Penn State somehow is flying under the radar, and they're just too good. They're going to overpower Iowa. All right, Kyle, what about you? Uh, Penn State as well. Yep. I don't think Iowa can't score points. I don't. Yeah, okay. That's a good point. I, I'm actually going to go Iowa. You know, Penn State has not been tested the way Iowa has. Um, and Iowa will test them. They, they will because that defense is, is legit. Um, and, you know, as a Michigan fan, I can tell you how hard it is to go into Iowa and win at night. So I hope you're right. I, I, I think Iowa will at least cover. I'm, I'm not going to pick them to win. But I think they'll cover the four and a half. It'll be a close game. So yeah. uh, jump down to Florida at LSU. Florida, massive win against Auburn. I did not see that coming. I didn't either. That was, I mean, very impressive. Good for them. I thought they were fraud coming into the season. I still might. I'll let you know later. Uh, but LSU is minus a full 13 and a half. So almost two full touchdowns. Um, Ryan took Florida, getting the points, plus 13 and a half. Micah, where are you looking at this game? I'm not sure LSU covers, but I'm going to pick LSU to win that game. Okay, but I need to know if, you, if they're going to cover the 13 and a half. No. All right, so you got Florida. Yep. All right. What about you, Kyle? Too many points. That's Florida. Florida. So I said Ryan took Florida, right? I already said that? Yeah. I'm taking LSU. Are you doing this just to win points? No, no. I didn't know what you guys were going to pick, but this is what I wrote. Kyle, you always question my, my legitimacy. Well, I mean, you knew Ryan's. His ability. How right. dare you? Sorry. It's tough for me because I thought Florida, and this is what I wrote down. I thought Florida was overrated, but beating Auburn the way they did, you know, makes me think I, I might have been wrong. They're better than I thought. Sure, sure. 13 and a half is a ton of points. There's no reason I should give, you know, I That's shouldn't I, take Florida, right? If it was even a little less, I would go LSU, but yeah. But I'm, I'm going to just take LSU. I am. You know, I, I feel like this spread at 13 and a half is so I, I look at it a little differently than you guys probably, but I look at the 13 and a half as Vegas wants you to take LSU. Bad. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Badly. They want you to take those points and just run with it. Sorry. Sorry. I said that the wrong way. They want you to take Florida. Thirteen and a half is way too many well, for Florida. Okay. I apologize. I said that completely wrong. Me, the non-gambler, I'm re- I'm looking at this thinking, am I reading every single one of these backwards? No, <laughs> no, sorry. I I was. I, Join the club, Kyle. My head was reading it backwards. <laughs> they want you. They're begging you to take Florida because they think LSU is head and shoulders above Florida. They do, like more than thirteen and a half points. So they want everyone to look at that was thirteen and a half. And be like, well, I'm of course I'm going to take Florida. Right. Like I how? just did that. Why didn't you say this before we decided? Because it's not real money, Kyle. Oh. If it was real money, I would have talked to you out of it. I'm taking LSU. They're going to cover the 13 and a half. It could get ugly. Sorry, Jarrett, but... Suck it. Suck it. 
<laughs> I don't even know who we're talking to right now. <laughs> oh, you'll know. Oh, really? <laughs> Oklahoma at Texas. Texas plus 11. Is, is this on a neutral field? Do you guys, do you guys know? I feel, like it, I feel like the Red River River rivalry is always on a neutral field. I don't know. Maybe I made that up in my head. But um, Ryan took Texas uh, plus 11. Micah, what about you here? Boomer Sooner. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> Same. Oklahoma. I'm taking Oklahoma as well. I, I, they're a simply better team. Jalen Hurts is going to make Jalen Hurts is sick. This is, this, what's that wide receiver's name? That's that, Lamb. Is that his name? His last name is Lamb for Oklahoma. Absolute stud. Really? J.D. Lamb, J.P. Lamb, Johnny Dobson Lamb. I don't know. About score points Lamb. Yeah, something, probably something his first name. But Catch ball. I'm lot. taking Oklahoma. Damn. They're going to cover the, the <laughs> 11. This is going to be a blowout, boys. This is going to be a blowout because Oklahoma needs it to be. That's what I got there. Uh, jump down to Michigan State at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is minus 10. It's an awful lot of points. Ryan went minus 10. Took Wisconsin to cover the 10 points there. Micah, can MSU keep, keep it close? Mm, boy. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with yes. Yeah, you I got, think you got MSU plus ten. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm rethinking now after Sam's whole explanation of how Vegas works. Um, it does feel that that kind of the same I way. Do, you, what you just said makes a lot of sense. To take MSU plus ten, they want you to. Right. But go Wisconsin. Ahead. Taking Wisco. Wis. Wisconsin, I took Wisconsin as well. I don't think it will be as ugly as the OSU game, obviously, and I think it will feel a little different than than what a 10-point game tells you like right. when it's over. But I I, I think they're going to do it. I think – I don't know. Right. They're going to yeah. find a way to cover the 10 points. Yeah. I, I just don't see MSU scoring enough points. So. Uh, we're jumping down to Michigan at Illinois. Illinois is plus 21 and a half. Mike Ryan actually went ahead and took Illinois, plus 21 and a half. Micah, how about you? Michigan. Michigan. It's probably going to be the last time I pick Michigan for a while. <laughs> you got to enjoy this. Right? <laughs> Until yeah. they get 14 points against Penn State. <laughs> yeah. Um, last time against Rutgers, I took the points. Uh, and Micah was so mad at me that this time I have to pick Michigan. Thank you. Yeah. Good man. <laughs> yeah. I took Michigan as well. Simply better. Have more to prove. They, they got to do it, basically. Yeah. They, sure do. I could see them shutting them out. I could see it being, you know, 27-0, 27-3, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking Michigan in the points. And then our last matchup for the week is going to be a Monday Night Football. Micah will be at Lambeau Field watching the Lions win. I mean, um, <laughs> watching this game go on. <laughs> Mike or Ryan took the Lions plus five. Packers are are actually a five point. So uh, I did a little research here. When this <laughs> oh when this first, when the line first came out like preseason when everything all the lines come out and they kind of just set it. Yeah. Where it's at. It was seven and a half. So Packers were a seven and a half point favorite before any games were played. It's gone down to five. I've even heard like since I even started this, it may have been bet down to about. Four and a half to four, Ooh. which means a lot of money's coming in on the Lions. Just something to think about. Ryan took the Lions. 
Micah, you can't go against the Packers I, in this game, right? I, I, I get it. I can't. I, I get no it. disrespect to you guys. That, that's my team. Those are my boys. Go Pack, go. All right, all right. I can. Uh, I don't like this game in Lambeau. I don't like that we the Packers haven't lost to us in a thousand. Or in the same background. No, they haven't lost. They haven't beat us in they a thousand beat us days. In a thousand games. Days, not games. Days, Sorry. days. I want the Packers. Kyle, I know, and I'm the biggest like lion homer. But after they after Kansas City, uh, or sorry, yeah, that goes to <laughs> Sam for sure. <laughs> um, that hit me. The can like after Kansas City lost, I'm like, oh, they're maybe not as good as you know. All right. That's fine. Now you're mad. Yeah. I can't no, win. I'm not mad because Micah, I just I can't win. This He's is going this is, to kick you out of his house look, and not no, give you no, any I, more beer. That just gave me another lead, another point lead against you. That's all yeah. that it tells me. He wants yeah. to win. I, I we'll love that you took the Packers because and I don't want to root for him, but I'm 100 percent taking the Lions. I think they have the better offense. I think they have the better defense. I think they have the better special teams, and I think they have the better coaching staff. I think Dak absolutely killed the Cowboys last week. Cowboys are a better team as well. But Dak is not a good quarterback. He's terrible. He cost the, that team the victory. Patricia, Bevel, Stafford. Good night, Packers. Keep that going. They're not going to. Look, we're going to be talking week 17. How many days is that going to be since the Packers beat him? Like, I mean, I don't know math, but that's got to be another three months away. So that's what, 90? We're looking close to 1,100 days. Probably. We're getting pretty darn close to 1,100 days. Sam, put your pants back on. And I might just... At that point, Rodgers is due for another Hail Mary. Oh, dude, Rodgers isn't surviving to week 17. <laughs> He's going to give he up. Gonna be? He's going to give up. Oh. Give up. He's done, like Antonio Brown. I love this. Screw the NFL. When this Sam comes around, this is my favorite Sam. It- Lions win. It's going to be 1,100, 1100 days by the time we're talking about this matchup again. And then they're going to win that game as well. And we're going to be talking, I mean, 300, 300 more days after that. So you guys do the math. We're going to be getting close to 1,500 days since Lions last the, lost the Packers. So That'd be big. Turn the music off before I get too horny. Yeah. You're, you're there. <laughs> I'm definitely there. It's, it's there. I'm wearing jersey shorts. It's very uncomfortable in this room. I went 6 to midnight just listening to myself <laughs> talk about that matchup. But, it's an optical uh, illusion. I'm taking them back to the short store right now. <laughs> Man, this has been fun. But we do have one more topic to do. I promised Ooh, the yeah. listeners in the intro the banana boat. And we're not just talking about the banana boat that's in my pants right now. I'm talking about the lions. It's, I mean, it's, it exists. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Bana- or no, banana, banana hammock. hammock. Yeah. The old hammock. The old hammock. Um, so what we're going to do is just do our uh, banana boat of our least favorite teams. Micah might throw the lines in this one just because of what I just did to him. <laughs> he just, he, I see him scratching off his, his notes here, so I think he's making a change. But we'll, we'll get to that. Micah, I mean, what are your four least favorite teams in this world? The first one that clearly comes to mind is the Ohio State Buckeyes. Can't think, stand them. I think that's about. 90% of the country could agree with that. Oh, yeah. Worst state ever. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Waste of space. Sell it to Canada. 100%. <laughs> Sell it to Canada. Or I like that idea. Michigan, just invade <laughs> it. Take the whole thing over. <laughs> take it over. <laughs> Have the battle for Toledo all over again, but take it all. <laughs> take what's rightfully theirs. Yes. Very nice. 
Uh, I also have the Pittsburgh Penguins. Hate them. I've hated them for a long time. Can't stand them. It's probably in part to uh, my brother's love for them. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> funny how that them? works. Does he love yeah. them this year? Because he just changes every year. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. I, I'm sure he does. I think he likes Matt Murray. Oh. He's a goalie. He likes good goalies. So I don't know why he likes Matt Murray. He's Matt Murray's not solid, but that the, good. The, the flurry one is, is still confusing uh, to me. I think he's overrated. Drives but. me nuts. All right, Anyways. so what's another one? <coughs> Naturally, Michigan State. Ooh, really? I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I did. I I just I've I've bared so much pain and agony living in this state. Growing up. Being a Michigan fan, winning, used to winning. It was easy. And going through a coaching change. Oh, we'll get back to our winning ways. Another coaching change. This is the one. And then another coaching change to Harbaugh. This is the one. And we've stabilized that rivalry. And I've got a ton of Spartan friends, and I just never hear the end of it. Never. And finally, it's stabilizing and get to give them crap. So... There is yeah, we'll that. see. All right, so you got one more to complete the banana boat. Who is your last least favorite? Th- this one was really tough, very tough. Can I give a runner-up? I make the rules, and I'm okay with it. So. All right, all right. So I'm I'm gonna go with the Lions. The Lions is my fourth. No, you can't. No, you can't have a runner-up. This is uh, you out. just broke the rules. <laughs> Turn off the mic. I, I think I have the ability to do that with this, oh, this new equipment that we, <laughs> oh, we don't have. He muted me. What is going on here? <laughs> Can't hear you. Can't hear you. No, it's uh, it, it, it's it's a lot of crap I take from living here in this state, clearly. <laughs> so but, is that uh, your number four or is that your runner-up? That's my number four. Okay. But my runner-up are the New York Yankees. I can't stand them. You literally just decided to hurt both me and Kyle today. That was—I feel like that was your goal coming in. No, no, no. you always do this, Micah. I'm always like, "What can I do to piss Sam off?" And you find a way to do it. Now I'm angry. (laughs) I love (laughs) you guys. (laughs) I really do love you guys. And I changed my pick. Like I didn't want to pick against Michigan (laughs) again. He was mad at me last time. Yeah, you even said that you were changing it because of how much Uh, you hurt Micah deep. Yeah, I didn't. I could tell he was hurt, and I didn't want to do that to him again. This guy's a flat out jerk. (laughs) (laughs) And he just comes to the Yankee. I say we beat him up before he leaves. Yeah, we're gonna jump. Probably gonna happen. Jump him in the parking lot. (laughs) Sam's driveway. Oh, payback's coming. Uh, Kyle, who are, what are your four least favorite teams? And speak uh, English here if you can. Well, sorry, yeah, sorry, mine are going to be a little more obscure. Uh, number one, Boston Red Sox. Um, yeah, I mean, you're a Yankees fan. Of course you're going to be mm-hmm. Red Sox. Yep, and there was, you know, what was it, 2004? Um, what, like, what happened that year? It was just, uh, I mean, we were up 3-0, and then some stuff happened, and then I think they won the World Series. Um, but, like... Um, Michael was saying, yeah, just the last few years, I mean, since, I mean, we won in 09, but, um, they've certainly been really good since. So, um, wait, your last title was in 09. Mm-hmm. It's been 10 years. Yeah. That's a long Holy time. Smokes. I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. Oh nine. I almost feel sorry for you guys, but we haven't won since no, 80, we do. What, yeah. 84? 84. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel sorry for you anymore. No, no, there's 27 total. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, not, I'm never that guy. But 
Um, <laughs> you just were. You just were, I yeah. I just had to just for a quick <laughs> second. All of our listeners, yeah. now they know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, boy, yeah, these are in no order, right? No, no, no order at all. Okay. Number two and number three on this no, list. No order, just... Well, I'm just saying they're not in order, uh, but our Chelsea um, football club and Tottenham, the Hotspurs, which are two t- <laughs> Sam is like, <laughs> like I'm not even speaking English. Uh, you say are these Topsum? Tottenham. Top Tottenham. It's actually written out like Tottenham, but you say it quick. Just say Tottenham. Oh, it, uh, is this is this rugby or field hockey? What is going on here? <laughs> like, ping pong. Oh, oh uh, all right, all right. <laughs> great! <laughs> the ping pong team of Tottenham. these are both soccer. They're both uh, Premier League teams. I'm uh, honestly never. I've heard of Chelsea. I've never heard of Tottenham. So what you have you, England is small, obviously, right? So you have multiple teams in one city, um, and those that becomes your biggest rivalries. So, so it's Arsenal like, is it's North, like the Jets and Giants. So, yes, yeah. Um, or the Bills. But you have more. There's, or the Yankees met. Yeah, they're more geographically kind of put in. Okay. Um, so those are two teams that are both in London with Arsenal. Um, and number four would be Ohio State. boy. I don't like I, – I obviously, I understand the, the rivalry between um, Michigan and Ohio State, and I'm not trying to hop on that necessarily – I think it's a junk university. <laughs> I think, and They're I think garbage. And I think Urban Meyer's exit and that whole scandal that got swept under the rug, and how bad what that really was, proves what that school really is. Yes. He's an ethics teacher. Stop dogging Isn't that him. Crazy. <laughs> I. Yeah, and his like his number two or three guy was cheating on his wife in the office, yeah. like doinking. Assistance and stuff. So yeah, he's a, he's a piece of crap. Yeah. Urban Meyer's a piece of crap, but he fit really well with that. That's with that, the thing. That university. That, yeah. Yep. But they won, so I guess you have to sell your soul to the devil to win sometimes. To win, yeah. Um, well, let's hear it, Sam. What do you got? I hate Ohio State. Number one. They're they're on my right, list. Yeah, it's a sorry, banana not, boat. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter who's in front. You switch it up every now and then. Ohio State's riding in front. Don't don't. Ohio State is yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my point. Thank you, Micah. (laughs) Thank you, Micah. But of course, you're thanking him. Yes. Remember what he just did to us? Well, yeah, but I mean, you are going to give it back to me. I I can sense this. Yeah, I feel that coming as well. (laughs) When I make these soccer picks, nobody's coming strong to me with those. Nobody can touch. It's just like a fence right there. He's like, you know, that Chelsea. She's really mean. I love Crystal Palace. I don't like that Chelsea girl. They didn't. Who, who's Chelsea? Who would they name it after? Like it's a it's a part of London. Oh, it's like a. <laughs> Can you clarify something for me, really quick? Yes. Their jerseys. Yes. Do you know them by their colors and patterns, or is Fly Emirates their name, like Chelsea Fly Emirates? Oh no, it's all it's all marketing. So they're getting paid to put. But Chelsea. That's way too much. Chelsea is. Well, I mean, up with that. NBA has like. Harley NBA Davidson and like well, goofy but small NFL's sport. coming. Yeah, it's I mean it, yeah yeah. But on um, soccer jerseys, it's like big up in front, right? It is. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, they might have an emblem on the chest of the the logo of the team, but yeah, the sponsors are paying big money. Yeah, Emirates is actually an Arsenal sponsor, not a Chelsea. That's okay. Well, that shows you how much I know about yeah, soccer. Yeah. So that's great. Now yep. you guys did all agree to come watch. 
I mean, Peru. Yep, so we're moving on yes. to the Sam's Banana Boat. <laughs> no, it. yeah, we're. I knew it. <laughs> no, dude, as soon as that basement's finished, I'll be there. Yes, we got it. Yeah, we'll do it. Eggs Benedict. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, we'll smoke some brisket. We'll do, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't like Bloody Marys, though, so we're going to have to, like, mimosa. We'll do mimosas. Bottomless like mimosas. mimosas. Yeah. Can I do a bottomless mimosa? Bottomless is a strong word. Yeah. Uh, that's, I, I don't I got a feeling we could put down some mimosas. Oh. When, is, <laughs> when is soccer season? Is it like right now? now. Yeah. Is it really? So we could even parlay this into a noon football game. and you then do it because like, you can watch like a 7.30 or 9 a.m. Or they're on later, too, but um, soccer game and then watch a noon game and then go have some fun and then watch the night game. And, I mean, you can really make it. We can even shoot guns like you're talking about. Yeah. Hey. Not, some fun out there. not under the influence of bottomless mimosas, pew, pew. No, we don't we don't mix those two things. No. Nope. Nope. We only mix drinks. That's right, yeah, but not with firearms. Correct, <laughs> correct. All right, so uh, my my other team that I want to put on here is it, it's more of a current team. Like I'm I'm one of those people that I hate bandwagon teams. So like when team like when when you randomly get this team that you, everybody gets so excited about, like across the whole country, like everybody loves the Warriors right now, uh, right? Yeah. Yep, so right yep. now, like Warriors are like one of my least favorite teams. I absolutely hate the yep. Golden State Warriors. They, it probably won't be one of my least favorite teams two years from now because right. people will stop caring about them. That'll be the Lakers. More. Yeah, then it'll be someone else that like I just hate when band like I I'm I hate bandwagon fans like that is like one of my least yeah. favorite teams or one of my least favorite things. So if a Pistons fan is gonna all of a sudden start loving the Warriors because of who knows why because they want to or like that's bullcrap. So. Right now, it's the Warriors for me. It could be another team later on. I, I don't sure. know. That's just like one of my floaters that kind of moves around with what the country loves. I hate type I like thing. that pick. It's a good pick. Thank you. I do, too. I appreciate yeah. that. You're going to love my next one, too. Michael. Oh, gosh. The Green Bay Packers. No. I hate them. I hate Green Bay. I hated Brett Favre. I hate Aaron Rodgers. I, I hate the Packers. I absolutely hate them. I think they're overrated. I know that. They're just really annoying. They get all the good calls. They're, they're, oh I just boy. don't like them at all. Okay? He's coming apart. Yeah, I'm about to lose it. He's like an onion. He has layers. Onions yeah. have layers. Don't get You know what else has layers? Parfait. Parfait. Parfait has layers. <laughs> you ever met somebody who says they don't like parfait? <laughs> Parfait's made the best damn thing on all damn planters. <laughs> My kids watch that movie in the in the van a lot. So. Um, Shrek is great. The Packers. I, I don't like the Packers. I never will. Never have. They will always be on my list, I think. Even when this when this win streaks up to 3,000 days. Oh. Ooh, wow. <laughs> these, are, these are bold things. <laughs> Even when it's 3,000 days, like I am still going to hate the Packers. Um, hey, Jesus, did you hear that? Please don't let that happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to. It's time. It's time. It's our time. Um, and my fourth... Team again, no in no particular order. The Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, Absolutely hate Very the Blackhawks. Nice. Just glad he didn't say Yankees. <laughs> you know, usually I do, but I'm sitting here watching them right now, and I'm okay with them. I don't know why. Like I still, I still team. want them to lose, but I don't hate them the way I hated them in the past. Like I hated Derek Jeter. I thought he was the most overrated player in the world. Yeah. I think. Um, oh, I hated. Um, what was it? Strong words. What was that? The catcher. What was the catcher's name? Jorge Posada. Oh. The worst per- human being. I hated him. Eh, Buster Posey's probably worse. Up. I'm okay with Posey. I'm okay with him. 
You don't like Jorge Posada? No. It's Jorge Posada. I just hated his face. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> and I hated your manager Joe Torrey. I hated yep. um, Gary Sheffield at times. Wasn't he on the Tigers? He was me? on the Tigers. <laughs> you know who I didn't like. And I hated when John. So I would. I I kind of sorry. I interrupted you. No, you're good. I kind of liked Boston when they were going through their thing. And then when Johnny Damon went to the Yankees, Bandwagon. I hated that. I hate the, the Red Sox now as well. They're not on my list. But okay. would you hate more of the Yankees or the Red Sox? Right now, the Red yeah. Sox, because they've won. That's just the right choice. I don't like winners. <laughs> when it's not my <laughs> team, I, I don't like winners. The period. Lions like with the, the, the Super Bowl, <laughs> you were like, don't care for them anymore. <laughs> no. I, that's what drives a lot of our choices. I mean, that's I hate clear cut. Yeah, I, It is. No, yeah. for sure. Yep. yep. Drives you nuts. So those are my teams. You know, I, I could have threw the Pittsburgh Penguins on there, but. The way that the, the Chicago, like, I think Chicago fans are what I hate more than I hate the Blackhawks. Because For sure. they, all these fans, like, they think they're they, these big Blackhawk fans and blah, blah, blah. You couldn't name a player from 1995. You couldn't name a player from 2001. Yeah. Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, Duncan yeah. Keith. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. When you win in championships, you can remember, but that place was freaking empty right. when you were losing. Which I know the Red Wings place is pretty empty now. But you'd be there if you could. If it wasn't such a far drive, I would go. So so that's our banana boat topic number two. We're going to get Ryan's next week. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get that. We got to put it on the list there for him. So, um, man, that was fun. I had a good time. Did you guys have fun? Absolutely. It was a good time, man. I mean... You got a little confrontational there with Micah. And then but it was Mike, good. It was good. No, 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 it was good. Right? It was and good. then Micah took a shot at me. With I mean, the I'm just glad he's not just... going to be at family dinner on Sunday. You're not going to be here on family dinner on Sunday, right? No, I'll be gone Perfect. on Sunday. <laughs> no, they've actually invited me, so yeah, I'll be there. Kyle, yeah, okay. you can take his place. Fill in. You are a nice guy. <laughs> a lot of food to fill there. But, Bring um, the fam over. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, so, it's a big family coming over. Oh, well, I mean, it gets ugly family dinners on on music, days like, like this. on days like that. Yeah. Well, I like believe Sundays it. are difficult I believe it. for us because it's like I don't know. I, yeah, there's some sometimes I go in there. with a bad a bad taste in my mouth, but we're yeah. we're doing better this year so far. It's early. I know I'm the problem. It's early I know in for there. a fact I'm the problem. Well, I believe that. Yeah, I, no, I believe that. And I get hurt. You do. Hurt. He doesn't have hurt in his life for the Packers. I have a easily, lot of hurt he? in my life well, I, as a Lions fan. You you do have that hurt. I don't have that Lions hurt. Nope. I have a different hurt, and that's a Michigan hurt. I am so incredibly passionate about Michigan Wolverine football, and it has sucked for so long. You guys are hurting. I get it. That's why we drink. That's why we drink beer. That's yeah. why we drink good beer, Kyle. Yeah. So give your beer a grade. And remind everybody okay. what you're drinking. Perrin Brewing, Grapefruit IPA. They write on the can that this is their thirst quencher. Thirst quenching Grapefruit IPA. Um, it's a good drinking beer. I feel like I'm going to die of heartburn later, uh, <laughs> which I predicted once yes, many weeks and ago. Right. And it came true. I yeah. woke up at 3 a.m. Uh, was that the th- Blurred Lines? No, it was no, way it was before that beer. even. Yeah. Um, this is going to do the same thing to me, but it, it is good. It is good beer. Uh, 6.6. 6. All right. All right. You said it's good beer. A 6.6. 6? It's good. It's just, if I end up dying of heartburn. 
Oh, I'm going to echo you again because I've got heartburn right now. <laughs> I've seen him. Man. I can see pain. Like he's in pain. Oh, chest is just on fire right now. Uh, I've got the Watusi Moonshot, the Caramel Apple Sour Ale from Rock Brewing. Hey, you guys did a great job on this beer. It is just not settling well right now, and I hope <laughs> I can get some sleep tonight. But, uh, no, it, it's... The beer tastes great. It really does. Um, it does literally taste like a caramel apple. Uh, I'm going to give this beer, and it's a sour. Um, I'm going to give this beer a... I'm going to go a, a 6.5. All right, so we're two sixes. I like it. Um, before I get into my beer grade, so I, I, I think I told you guys this, but I really want to share this with the listeners. So I was I was beer shopping, right? And I, I find this four pack. Look, like I go to the same. That's right. Yeah. I go to the same beer store every time. So when there's something new there, I'm like, oh, what is that? And I just start looking at it. Like this was the shortest trip I've ever had at this beer store. Usually, like I'm in there for ten minutes looking at all the cans, figuring out what I'm gonna do. This one, I was like, that's new. It says New England style. It's Bell's. I know that they make solid beer. Grab it. Like literally, first second I did, grabbed it, brought it up to the counter. It's like one of those four packs, so you know it's good, right? $28 for four beers. What is that, like seven bucks a beer? Seven whammos. Like, what'd the guy say? Did it? (laughs) Dude, so I look at him like, wait, is that legit? Like 28 bucks? I'm going to clean it up because I was a little more rude than this. But I was like, 28 bucks? Are you kidding me? He goes, he didn't speak great English, but. Uh yeah, it's, it's, yeah, is what I rang up. Give me the name of it again. Uh, of the oh, beer crap. itself, sorry. Uh, Shortyard, Courtyard. I think you said Shortyard. Yeah, sorry. I know you texted. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, you're um, good. Should, uh, Sideyard. Sideyard. So okay. Bell's Sideyard New England style IPA. I never even heard of it. Either. Like, it, it, yeah. I've never seen the can. Never heard of it. I was pumped. Like I right. was like, this is gonna be a good beer. Twenty eight bucks for four. I'm sorry, that's just not in my budget at this point. Like that's like centennial, like hundredth episode type stuff, right? right. Or like uh, when we get that first spot, like when we get the sponsor. exactly once we get sponsorships lined up, like perfect, like yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. On a, yeah, we and can all honestly, try one. That's gonna be yeah, we're gonna split that one and all try it and give it a <laughs> nice little. Like, like, like I'm not no, spending seven I'm bucks. Too <laughs> <laughs> I'm not spending seven bucks on that. <laughs> I probably will because <laughs> I like beer. Mike always has the best beer. He does. No, he does a good not job. necessarily. So uh, instead, so I was I told this guy to f off. I was like, no way, I'm spending twenty eight bucks. You're a real nice guy. He's that. one of our listeners. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> no, and we've seen a little bit. Um, so I went with Parent 98 Proms IPA. I've had it before. Very good beer. It's, it, you know, I think I like this better than All Day IPA. Is that fair to say? 98 Proms is a very good beer. It is solid. Yes, it, it is. I wish I could relate the 98 into my grade, but I'm not going to go that high there, there with 98 no eight or 89. Eight, I dare you. I bet you, that, I bet you those $7 beers might be 98 beer. I don't 98 doesn't exist. Well, I think it's a unicorn. Yeah. Well, we, we gotta, we're going to have to do that one. Because that one has to be... Ex- what if we all chip We in? got pretty close. Yeah? We've gotten very close to that number. Somebody did, well, yeah. A 9.5, right? Yeah. 9.5, so, so it's a West Coast yeah. style um, IPA. Very solid beer. Perrin Brewing Company in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Maybe Comstock Park. Yeah. Comstock Park, Michigan. Seven Mile. Mm-hmm. Seven Mile. Alpine. Alpine. So um, I'm going to go with a nice 6.7. 
So I triple like sixes all the way around. Yeah, huh? I mean. Yeah. Hmm. Six, five, six, 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 seven. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Lots of sixes. Yep. So, I mean, it's a very good beer. I would I would buy this again for sure. Yeah. I would buy this parent again too. Yeah. 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 So. It was, it, it was good. It's good. I just don't want to go too high because it's not like great. It doesn't stand out the way that my high grades would stand out. So would you write a bowl IPA? I would not write home about it because I don't know how to write letters. And I don't know how to send letters. Like, how do you do that these days? You hear that, Ryan? Write home. I want to see a letter <laughs> at your doorstep yeah, bring in a us couple something. days. Ryan should bring us like a... He said he brought wine. Yeah. I haven't gotten a sniff of that wine. No. And then he brought chocolate but admitted that he ate it all. I didn't get a taste of chocolate. No, no. I feel like he's lying to us. I do too. That's Is he mean. at his house right now? No, he's in California. Are you sure? I'm just saying. Is he lying to us? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is a really good point. He's drinking wine and eating chocolate. Yes. He's literally in his basement hiding. <sighs> Conspiracy. Let's go. Let's go over there. Let's go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. And thank you all for... Li- or Yeah, thank you guys... I've had too much beer. <laughs> Thank you guys for recording. That's what we did. Right yeah, that's what we did here. Yeah. Thank everybody. Thank you all for listening. As you do, share us with friends. Follow us on the social media, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Yes, and grab your friend's phone or your coworker's phone. Subscribe unlocked them. and subscribe it, and yeah. put that notification on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just be like, what, what is this? What is this Insta, awesome logo with, coming yeah. up on my phone? They're going to click it. It's going to be good. Yeah, so sure. thank you guys. We'll talk to you next week. If not sooner, go Lions. Go Michigan. Go MSU. Good night. Peace. <laughs>